The Bostonian versus the book is being brought to you by Mullen Labe Cigars. Every man dies, not every man really lives. It's a movie line. It's the fundamental principle by which this premium, organic, small batch cigars are made. Their tobacco has a 200-year-old generational line and is grown in soil free from GMOs, fertilizers, and pesticides. Mullen Labe Cigars are produced in small batches, and when they are gone, they're gone. Their work is marked by an outpouring of skill and pride. The result is a cigar that defines the luxury smoking experience one worthy of your finest moments. Celebrate your biggest victories with Maolave Cigars. Shop today at M-O-L-O-N-L-A-B-E-Cigars.com or check out the link on the BBB Discord channel. Maolave Cigars, don't wait to experience something great. The Bostonian is Matt Peralt. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered 12! I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. How are you guys? Welcome into a Monday's edition. We are back live in our home studios for the Bostonian versus the book. Dave Sherpin, Matt Perrault, back after a double dip at Circa on Thursday and Friday. Thank you to everybody who came out, was a part of the live shows in the live chats. It's been a ton of fun. A ton of people saw those shows on Thursday and on Friday. Stadium swim hats? Stadium swim hat. Wow. Yeah, how about that? I kind of like that hat. It ain't bad. What's that logo on the right side of your body? What is on your right side of your head? What is that? That this one? No, the other one. I know what that is. That's Circa. What's the other one? Circa Resort and Casino. It's What's just it? two stripes. Oh, okay. It's just it's two stripes. Yeah. Two so. gray stripes. Okay. Sure. Gray so stripes. yeah, that must be the logo for Stadium Swim. Live on YouTube, live on Twitter, replayed <laughs> on Sports Grid with an announcement coming up here in just one second for a fourth platform that you will be able to listen to the Bostonian versus the oh. book nationwide, wherever you might be in this great country of ours, but you oh. might need just a little subscription to something, but more on that here in just one second. How are you, sir, on this Monday? Wait, we're going we're gonna to tell the people about this today? Today. Out of the gates announcements today. I love when you do that. I love when you hit the mark now. You do this three, two, one thing. It gets me even more excited <laughs> because I know that it hits it perfect. And that's what you did last week, Eric. Our, our Wheels of Steel producer, what a two days of shows, guests. I think we went over the number of guests. Oh. We went over the number of chat. We went mm. over We went over everything. I mean, we it did. was time all too. over. <laughs> time. Time in the book. Yeah. People, you know, met, seen, hung out, signed up a few people, you know, the Wong and the Wang and the Jeremy and that was outstanding, you know. Uh, Two Wongs, Wong Wang. <laughs> God, I was I can't believe that's one of the best names of all time for the His contest. Team Two. name in, in the Westgate is Two Wongs and One Wang. <laughs> Two Wongs, One Wang. That's outstanding. <laughs> I mean, shout out to him. 
was a pleasure meeting him. But by the way, that's not like a made up. It is two guys named Wong and one guy named Wang. So even though it's really funny, it actually is a real thing. <laughs> it's great. It's not even like a joke. It's not like two girls, one cup. It's two no. Wongs and whoa, one whoa, Wang. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's saying that at all. It's not made up. It's real. There's actually two Wongs and one Googled Wang. That. I never Googled that. They do not Google. Do, do not. I know. Google I listen. That. I listen. A lot of times when you tell me not to do something is when I want to do it. I'm like a little kid oh, sometimes. In yeah, that but that one is. But I trust your judgment on that as well as the chat. And um, yeah, man, like this is, we got a bye week. And then the NFL starts. We had week week. zero. What's, what's a bye week? Real. There's no bye week. This is no, football week. There's no NFL football this week. This is football week. What are you talking about? This is football week. Football week. Stop. Hey, Thursday. Sir. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, college Monday. Football. What do you college want? football? There's no damn difference anymore. It's just a different league. Whoa. There isn't any, you know, this what's the handle college football wise every year. It's growing every single year. NFL is still King, but college is right behind it. I love the college f- football. I, I, I always have. And now, yeah, you see it. The handles going up. It's great. Um, it's going to be a big weekend. We got the bread men and rainmaker Lou coming to town. We got those. We're going to meet them. Yeah. I was tired. It hit me yesterday. I was like exhausted. We just, we were running so hard Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Mm. Um, I just had to just take a chill day yesterday, watch the baseball and kind of, you know, went bowling with the kids. That's a whole nother rigmarole. Literally. We're recovered because this week, you're back to school, sir. Oh, my. Today, day one. We'll get to that. My favorite thing about today, we'll get to what we'll start rolling later in the show. At the end of the show, I'll talk a little bit more about it. But, yeah, today is my first day of school. So so the announcement will come here in a second. But I think we can tell the people that Mondays and Wednesdays, we will start the show at 1030-ish pretty consistently because we got to get the show done. you got to get it posted. Then you got to get – all prissied up yep. to be Professor Peralt yep. for your class yep. and the new kids you're going to meet. We'll hear all about that throughout the semester. I cannot wait for that. I am 100% coming to witness. I may come to class every week. I'm not oh, sure wow. yet. Okay. I may be a uh, you know a student sitting in the back and just observing. I want to see the show of you teaching yeah. and listening to these kids. And I will not interject unless asked, but I will just observe because I think it's a. Well, I use a lot of our stuff too, so you'll see her. So they'll know who you are as the semester goes on. Well, that's good. That's yeah. good. So interviews, I use different examples of stuff to show the kids as to like what what am so, I talking about? What am I what am I looking for? Here's what I'm you, looking for. Do you have the syllabus already done? Oh yeah. And, oh, yeah. Oh. Sent oh. done. Oh yeah. Whole semester. Oh. That's the fun thing about I mean, you know who I am with planning. So oh, god. I, I love the fact that I know exactly what I'm doing. Like on October 23rd, I know what I'm doing. Like I, I already have like the plan in place. It already it's set up. It's good to go. So yeah, syllabus is, although I do change them quite consistently based upon the class. Like I do not like to like last year's class, last semester's class was different because the kids were more raw. So I couldn't ask them to do some of the more advanced stuff that I would be looking for other kids. So it really depends upon the level of the class. If they're in and they're good, we can push if they need more coddling and help. We do that. So depends upon the class. And you won't know that until you get in there. I won't know that till October. Like I really won't know that until I have a couple of sessions of sit down, really listening to what they're doing. And then I'll know, but I, yeah, it takes me a couple of weeks to fully understand what am I working with? What are their skill sets? What do they need to work on? 
Who are the kids who are going to be really into this? Who are the kids who are going to suck? Who do I got to watch? Who do I got to push? Like I got to, you know, get to know them a little bit as to what they're after. So it takes a little bit. And it's, I hate Labor Day because it's Monday, Tuesday, and then Monday's off. So like you get two days and then only Wednesday, you got to cram a whole week into Wednesday. And Wednesdays for me are in the podcast studio on campus. So, oh. so next when not this Wednesday, but a week from next Wednesday is going to be really, it's kind of everything gets jammed together. So it's a condensed week. I hate when things get jammed together. Yeah. That's, not always. Sometimes it's good. You know, peanut, peanut butter and jelly getting jammed together is good, but other, other times things aren't, aren't, aren't great. So I thought of something know. else there. I yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, I know. Good. Just be careful. Big business came in. Yeah. Right now with the super chat, boys Already. and girls, if you're wow. here, we need uh, participation is helping. Yes, Roll please. Call Friday was an enormous success. It was. He had a huge number of people watching his show from all over. Yeah. I think the total number of places, states was 38, I believe Dang. we hit. That's great. Um, and that doesn't include Twitter, by the way. The Twitter audience was huge. The Twitter audience was huge both days as well. Yeah. Shout out to, to everybody that retweeted the show there between Smalls, and uh, the circus sports, mm. uh, you know, link and all that stuff. Benson was great. Everybody was great. But big business came in and said, we're getting close to contest time, Circa Millions and Survivor. Can you all explain how the holidays, Thanksgiving, Black Friday, Christmas will work, please? Yes, big business. We'll get to that uh, a little bit later. Story time is in bonus time. So that's oh, the super chat. You guys see if you want us to discuss something that's not on the rundown and that's not on the rundown. Super chat it, put it in, and then we'll get to it during bonus time once we let go of the folks from Sports Grid. So that's one of the benefits. If you're watching on Sports Grid and you haven't watched it on our YouTube channel, go over to YouTube at Boston versus the book on YouTube, and you can see us go through all of it. So thank you for that, sir. Yes. We'll go into it. All right, announcement time. Wait, the Boston is it? What? It, what? It, it, it's not title shot, right? There's no title shots. Well, the, I the chat was very concerned about title shot possibilities for you after. Uh, a few people appeared on the show on Friday. I said, regardless of what, it, it, yeah, one, you will never know that that, that, that is not for, Oh, I, talk, I don't know. I, I talk about things that happen after the fact, you will never know things that are happening in real time. That part of my life is always closed off. Just FYI. <laughs> okay. That part of my life, once it's done, then I'll come back oh. and go, oh, you remember that? That happened. Otherwise, oh, oh, there is oh. no conversations on that point. You will never hear me kiss and tell on those stuff. So just FYI. That no rumble in the jungle. This is rumble, young man, rumble. Nothing like that happening over there. Everything good? Everything's great. Yeah. Perfect. I mean, whether it is or is not, that, that will never be confirmed or deny. It is one of those things of like, um, <laughs> I do not recall type of things. <laughs> so on that. I misremembered. I misremembered. <laughs> Just Tell so the people the big number. Get myself Tell in trouble because who knows what who is watching when and why. And this is clippable stuff, so this is why people can clip it and post it and send it, and I get in trouble. So FYI, I'll get in trouble. Announcement time. Tell them. if you are a serious XM subscriber and you okay. are a night owl, Ooh. this is now the opportunity for you guys to not just watch the show on Sports Grid, but now listen to the show on channel one fifty nine, which is Sports Grid's XM channel. You can now catch BVB starting on Tuesday night, September the 5th. That's Ooh. after the Labor Day weekend, 10 p.m. Pacific time, 1 a.m. Eastern time for the Bostonian versus the book on Sirius XM. So we're psyched about this. This is really this is really cool to add another platform. So now, again, free-ish, okay, because you have to be a subscriber to, to Sirius. 
but it's a fourth platform that we are on that a lot of you have it. If you have a new car, you have a new subscription for free for a year. Basically, everyone gets that now from Sirius, at least three months. So if you have a car that has Sirius XM and you're in the car late night on the West Coast, or if you're driving cross country, if you're an East Coast person and you're up late at night in the car, BVB will be on channel 159, 1 a.m. Eastern, 10 o'clock Pacific time, starting on Tuesday, September the 5th, channel 159 for us on Sirius XM. So I'm really excited about this. This is, this is going to be a lot of fun. I think a lot of people who may have not heard of the show or listened to the show, I think mm-hmm. we'll just naturally bump into the show and find out about it. And I think it will be really fun. The one thing is this, and actually you and I didn't talk about this. I just realized. So what they're doing is they're going to run the TV feed on radio. Yes. Meaning it's going to be edited. Of course. Well, I was hoping that our swears, it's XM. We can swear on XM. Well, so We can swear here. And if you like the swearing or yes. just you like to have us without interruptions, right? come Straight. watch the show live right. every day, 1030-ish AM, 130-ish PM Eastern. Yeah. And, you know, join the show. But, man, oh, man, like this is big, big news. I mean, um. I just got a text from Big Man Mish, who appeared on the on the show with us on Thursday. His story it's, will still haunt me for a long. You haven't time. even seen the pictures. Don't not, I don't want to see. You the haven't picture. even I, seen the pictures. I don't need to see the picture. The visual you definitely don't need to see the, the pictures. Just the the, the big voice it. description was enough. Yeah, well, it's so funny because I was out Saturday at that seminar down at the book at Circa and all that other stuff, and three people asked me specifically about that story about Mish. How could you not? The guy. And le- they're like, did you see the pictures? I said, yeah. He goes, oh, what did it look like? I said, I told you, the doc was good at his job. The doc was good at the job. It really is true. But <laughs> it's too good. This thing on Sirius is exciting hmm. because, you know, we've had a lot of people ask us about the show mm-hmm. and we tell them, just watch the show, mm-hmm. listen to the show, participate in the Discord. What's the Discord channel again? BVBshow.com. And you will see what the show is about. We cannot mm. tell you in a white sheet. We cannot send you a deck and you will totally understand. But what this gives us is another avenue for us to say, listen to the show. Yeah. And I'm an audio guy. So this is big to me. Oh. I, uh, I, I love this. I I <laughs> I love being on every audio platform and there isn't a radio station. Look, we've talked to radio stations. We've talked to people about putting the show and it doesn't make sense for us. Really the only place I've said it to Dave off the air for a long time. The only place it would make sense for us to enable our content to clear is serious because well, for starters, you have to edit the show and sports is going to edit the show together for breaks. So someone has to do that. And you and I are not going to do that. So the the way the show flows, taking the sports grid edit and putting that from TV on audio makes it's not more work. It's just another platform. So that's really cool. And it's awesome to have that. The other angle is that the content we talk about, we can talk about whatever we want and we're not, we're never going to be told what to talk about by anybody. So Sirius has to be in Sirius is okay with that because there are some places in this country that may not like our content. They may not like what we talk about. So I never want to be dealing with anybody getting, you know, you know, those guys really shouldn't talk about that. I I don't want to hear any of that ever from anyone. And if we do, it's like, well, then maybe we should just not do business together. So 
I'm really happy that we won't, won't ever hear that from Sirius, which is exciting. So, you know, look, the audio platform, nothing is changing. If you listen on Spotify or on Apple podcast, nothing's changing. If you're on YouTube or Twitter, nothing is changing. If you watch on sports, get on the replay, nothing is changing. We're just, although the hour is moving back one. We will run on Sports Grid. The other part of this is that Sports Grid will now run the show from 10 p.m., same as the XM replay. So if you watch us at 9 p.m., know that we're moving back one hour to 10 p.m. Wow. Pacific time, 1 a.m. Eastern for the BBB replay, just right. FYI. So if right. you're up from 12 to 2, and now you guys 1 to 3 now on the East Coast. So just a heads up on that. But very exciting news for us. We're psyched to start it next week. We'll welcome in the XM audience when we do it next Tuesday. Say welcome to the show, guys. Welcome to the brigade. Very easy to join. We'll probably have another announcement this week. Just heads up. <laughs> just okay. One thing at a time. Don't one thing hit at them a time. all at once like this. We yeah. can't hit them with all the combinations because we don't know yet exactly what to say or how to say it, but hopefully we will be saying it later this we're rounding, week. We're rounding into another announcement that will be uh, involving the hats, which you guys keep on asking for. Okay. We hear you. We hear you. We hear you. Okay. We, hear you. we understand. We hear you. I mean, every time Dave on Twitter posts pictures of the BVB hats, I mean, it's <laughs> five, six people DMS. Where can I get the hat? How can I get the hat? What are you guys doing for March? We we're close. Okay. All I'm saying is we're close to getting got all this stuff. other stuff going on. It's not like we're not trying and, and we are oh. going to deliver something, uh, verification and stuff. We're, we're, you know, me and P Rawl again, we do the show here every day, two hours. Then we are dads. We are, uh, professors. We are, you know, whatever else the hell Content I'm doing creators. over here with people, yeah. with right. families and taking a kid to the bus stop, all this other stuff. We're going to get the hats in your hands because you want them. The serious thing is awesome. I got a lifetime subscription when it first came out, 300 bucks. I said, I can get a lifetime subscription to this for 300. I'll never get a bill and I'll never have to hear about this again. Yes. Banged out three Benjamins said, here you go. Don't bother me no more. So for now, I mean, I, I've been, a, a, I've had a, Sirius XM radio for 20 years. How does it work when you go car to car? Once you go to a car, you can never go back. You cannot transfer it to a car. Oh, that car. It stays in that car. They don't tell you that. You have to ask say, questions. I was going to say, how does so that once work? Once you go to that car, it stays in that car. Then you lose the lifetime thing. The car gets the lifetime subscription. So I stayed on a okay. mobile. Well, that's a nice then, little hook for by them, huh? That's a nice right. little. That's a nice little fine print thing going. Well, it's lifetime for the car. What do you mean? I'm gonna have like 20 cars in my life. What are you talking oh. about? Oh yeah, no. Uh -huh. the, the, when that car is gone, the, it's mm -hmm. gone. They didn't. They didn't tell you that. I that's had a nice little. That. That's a nice little uh, fine yeah. print from Series so I, Six. I stayed on the mobile. What I did was Smart. insert a thing to take the, the the radio in and out of the car. Yeah, so aux. I had it on the radio. Yeah, aux. Yeah. But now it's on the app. And again, you said, uh, you, you know, you have to have a subscription. We, we hope it'll just expand the brigade, mm. expand the show for the people, because we try to do the show for the people every yep. day. It's great. Yeah. More, the more different audio platforms, video platforms we're on, the better. And, and look, we started this with a YouTube and audio. Then we added SportsGrid TV. Uh -huh. Now we're adding, you know, Sirius XM. Uh-huh. 
So it's it's just more and more and more. The, the more we can add, the more places you guys can get the show, the more people we expose to the show, the better. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, when we started, we weren't able to do live shows. We just did two awesome live shows at Circa on Thursday and Friday. So we Correct. added that little wrinkle to the whole thing. The next will be when we take the show out of Vegas and do <gasps> it out of Vegas. Okay, that's the next step. We've done so, that at a couple Super Bowls. We did we the show have, in LA. We, we haven't done it at a random. We have, but that's when we've had, we've had like in a convention center. Oh. We've not taken the show on the road to the people where anybody can get access to the show. Like, they're walking in to a bar, like, or a restaurant. Can we, do, can we do a show at a at a come and go in the Midwest? Can we do one? I don't want to do a show from a come and go. We can, but I do not want to do that. If we're going to the Midwest, we should just go to do a show for, in Omaha. It would be easier just to go there and do it there. I cannot wait to go do a show in Iowa. I am going to tell the whole state that we're coming. We are going to have a drive. Where, though? It matters. It, it really matters. I don't where know. I, well, it matters because in Council Bluffs, it's Omaha. That's an Omaha suburb. In Des Moines, that's one thing. Ames is where Iowa State is. Iowa City is where Iowa is. So these are very far apart places. These are not close places. <laughs> they're, they're, they're hours of driving apart. So I want to go where the people are going to bring the pitchforks and we're going to need to bring oh. Mikey Awesome and Stevie Mack. If you want that, you. We, just, we, we just go tail. We, we will go do the show live from the tailgate at Iowa State. If you want full blown chaos, somebody yeah. make this happen. <laughs> Please make if you, this if you want chaos, just set me up because they've got, the they've got high speed internet. I know they do because they they do shows from the parking lots. So you just get me power, high speed internet, and we'll go ahead and put BVB right in the middle and duck because there might be some stuff being thrown. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. That's okay. We'll, we'll go. We'll stand in front of you. We'll stand behind you. We'll stand. Remember, though, you. remember, Iowa nice is a thing. Okay, Iowa nice is a real thing. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. This is breaking news. What the hell is Iowa nice? <laughs> You've never heard of Iowa nice? Oh, no. I put on the listing glasses specifically for you to tell me. What the hell is Iowa nice? Well, Iowa nice is like when a Southerner says, bless your heart. You ever had a Southerner say that? Is that like a F you? Oh, it's fuck you. It's a hundred percent. Whoa, sorry, Will. <laughs> it's a hundred percent. If that's what, if somebody walks over to you, honey, bless your heart. Like straight up like that is. So Iowa nice is a very similar way. I mean, it's, it's, they're being nice to your face and then they're going home and going on the internet and writing a manifesto about your life. <laughs> and they're just, really? oh yeah. The, that's why message boards in Iowa are perfect. Because yeah. no Iowan wants to be rude to your face. They'll just be rude when they're anonymous and they're faceless and they're on the internet. They'll be the rudest people on the planet, but not to your oh. face. So that's why this is outstanding. It was perfect for me when I was there because no one in their right mind ever walked up to me and said anything to me about my radio show, about what I really? said on the air. Nobody, nobody. Iowans aren't like that. They're not confrontational. Matthew, like you that. know, there's, I mean, there was a petition for you. Oh yes. I know the, everything you're learning. I lived a decade ago. So this is nothing new to me. I've, uh, it's funny because I've told you all of this stuff and now you're learning it going like, well, no, 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 kidding. You were I, telling the I, truth. <laughs> I knew it and I believed it, but, right, it but, went but to a seeing somebody explain it to you, seeing Chris Williams and Chris Hassel explain it to you in those terms that they that did was, over, you're like, Wow. <laughs> that was that was different. Yes, but like I get it. I've un- yeah. I've always understood it. But we brought in Jessica, my wife, into yes. the conversation mm-hmm. over the weekend on Friday. And the rabbit hole that she went down 
she was like, seriously, what are we doing? Are we good with this guy? Are we good? Well, I mean, like, I love parole and, and, and I love but the that's show. But that's all matters. And so you can't judge me based I, upon but, our previous behavior. Well, obviously, that's yeah. part of what we do here every day anyway. Uh-huh. People come in. There's no judging. <laughs> yeah. Guests come on. It's, you know, what are we doing right now? Like, let's just keep it fair. Let's be honest. Yeah. That's what we do. But, like, P-Roll, she was real. She went down and, like, she was tired. And then she went down that rabbit hole. Oh, yeah. All of a sudden, she wasn't tired no more. She was like, <laughs> wow, these people really, I suggest we're going right to the belly of the beast. We're taking a show at some point right on the road. You say right to Iowa State? That sounds perfect. Yeah, if that's where you want. I mean, Iowa, the, the, the folks, there's only certain people who wear black and gold who really had a big problem. Most of them, there were Des Moines people who were big Iowa fans who had the biggest problem. Players, coaches, I mean, or players' fathers had big problems with things I said. But Iowa State was just angry because I told Iowa State what they were, and they didn't like it. They didn't like it. Even Chris said it. Chris said, Matt just said what, what it is. I mean, Matt just said what Iowa State Chris is. Say and, that. and no one likes that. No one yep. likes when somebody holds a mirror up yep. and says, this is what you are. Yeah. And they're like, no, we're not. They're the, it's like the classic little brother syndrome that's like overblown. It's what it is. It's everybody. Everybody has it. Everyone wearing cyclone gear. They all have it. Oh boy. Oh boy. So like their, their anger towards Iowa is, you know, because Iowa fans look down on them. So if I say as an outsider come in and I'm like, well, I mean, they've got a point. And then I look at Iowa and I say, well, you like eight and four Farron. So you think that's successful. So you guys are small in your own way. So like you can talk about all you want, but like, this is like Tweedledee and Tweedledum. Like you're both just, you know, you're both four feet tall in a basketball game. It's just, you can't compete. So it's, it's just the truth. So they don't, but no one likes to hear that. No one wants to be told the truth that they're like, but, 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 but there is no, but okay. Your high, the highest paid state gonna, employee is a guy who wins eight games a year. Do you understand this? Helmets. We're going to need our own personal size helmets. This but is you, a mini. You, you understand helmet. this? The highest do to show state employee, the guy making the uh, most money in the state of Iowa, wins eight games a year and is oh. celebrated for it. Oh God! They think it's a great thing. They're like, oh my gosh, this is incredible. So I say that, and Iowa State fans are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I go and talk about them. And then Iowa state gets all mad. So Iowa state fans are fine as long as I'm attacking Iowa. But if I say the truth about Iowa state, then Iowa state fans get all angry. Iowa state fans spend more time thinking about Iowa than Iowa fans think about Iowa state. That's just the truth. Iowa Iowa fans are way more concerned about trying to not embarrass themselves. Complete uh, convention visitors, bureau authorities, (laughs) Welcome to Iowa. Field of Dreams, good place to come see. Come see a game. Wave to the kids at the hospital. Come to the Cyhawk game, whatever the hell that is. Oh, come it's unbelievable. You mean, no, 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 no. It's, it's, it's a big deal. Look, I've been to Alabama-Auburn. Yeah. I've been to Virginia, Virginia, Virginia Tech. I've been to a lot of big rivalry football games in college football. Haven't been to Ohio State-Michigan yet. That's one I got to get to. But, man, Cyhawk is a lot of fun. Okay. Cyhawk's awesome. There's no, right. th- th- there's no negative. There's no knock in that thing. That thing's awesome. Where's that game this year? Uh, Ames. <laughs> we ain't going. <laughs> we got other things going on. <laughs> yeah. Going to be a little busy on Saturday mornings. Okay. So one Speaking day. of which, we'll get to that. Um, uh, as far as the procedures and what we're going to do, we're yeah. going to send out an email to all the people that have signed up with BPS, Brigade Proxy Service. But we'll explain the whole thing. Uh, and we'll get to it. 
Uh, BVB bonus time is the time after the show. Again, when you guys can make a comment, you want to do it in the super chat. We appreciate it because one, it looks like it comes uh, with money attached, which it does, but it also differentiates differentiates itself in the yeah. chat yeah. so we can see it, pay attention to it, and address it when we sign off of the grid and now Sirius XM Radio. Correct. Yes. Starting Correct. next week. So sign off on both. And so. oh, I froze for a second. You froze me. You see that? Oh, didn't mean to. But I'm back. Circa has a book in Iowa. Yes, they do. That's true. It's in Des Moines. So D Weezy says Matt is 100% correct. D Weezy is an Iowan. So he knows. He knows. He knows. All right. <laughs> he knows. All right. Navy got destroyed in Ireland by Notre Dame. Tip yeah. of the hat to you, sir, for that. I was. I, I did not know what I wanted to bet on that game. Everything I wanted to bet on that game hit. <laughs> First half over hit. No, Irish in the first half hit Iowa. Uh, sorry, Notre Dame minus 20 and a half hit. And yeah. you were kind of nudging me saying like, Hey, lay the game. It's good. They're going to run them off the field. And they did. They killed them. What do you make of the Irish? That's what they were supposed to do. Nothing okay. changed. Okay. Me. They still have those three big games. Uh, everybody looked a lot more comfortable and they're off as a quarterback. Line. Looks like a quarterback, right? Like he looks like the quarterback. So he's been in college for almost a decade. Got a nice beard. I mean, a guy looks he's like a six like year a, guy. I mean, he's an adult. I don't, he's, is he 26? He's like he's an adult. He's a legitimate he, adult. <laughs> he is a grown up, and, yep. and he played like it, looked like it. Uh, somehow the game stayed under, which a lot of people had. You know, we yeah. had the weather, we had the field. Still something about those Notre Dame uniforms that I like. Um, I totally get it. If you're if you're on board with Notre Dame, you are very very excited today. Were you impressed? I was really impressed with the offensive line. Yeah. I was really impressed. I I know what Sam Hartman is. I watched him at Wake Forest for years. I know what he can do. He was one of the most decorated quarterbacks in the history of the conference. He coming in with the receivers he's going to work with, I knew and I know he's going to be in the Heisman Trophy conversation. He may not get invited to New York, but he's going to be in the conversation. The biggest thing was Notre Dame has an absolute steamroller of an offensive line, and they may have four running backs to run behind it. Right. So that to me is the biggest takeaway because the differentiator for me is in most games in football, but in, in Big Ten play against Ohio State, you're going to have to run the ball and yeah. if you can run the ball on the Buckeyes. If you can run the ball on anybody in the country, you can beat anybody in the country. Yep. So that was my like, okay. Yeah. The Irish are probably a top 10 team. They're really, they're, they're going to be good. They're going to be tough to beat. Did you have any feelings of like, I mean, cause we talked briefly on Saturday. Um, like, you build up all this hype for football. It comes back. The morning happens. You know, you're leading up to it. And then you get a game that's decided at halftime. Like, there was absolutely no mystery, no drama. The only thing left was if Navy was actually going to get points on the board. Mm -hmm. They are never going to come back from being down three scores ever mm -mm. in any game that they play because they just don't do they run a 1940 offense. I mean, when the kid dropped that fourth down and the two kids ran into each other on that fourth down throw. Yes. That was the game. If they had caught that ball and kept that drive alive, might've been a game. 
might have been. I, I still think the Irish win. They may not cover, but they win. That was the beginning of the avalanche when they when they dropped that ball. <laughs> Things went south in a hurry. Well, everything went south. I was just like I was all into the baseball. I was watching the the Little League World Series right away after that, and all that other stuff. But then the afternoon happened here, and <laughs> this school that can't score points. Let's Look go. At- <laughs> let's go. Damn it, Don Brown. Let's go. <laughs> How about that? 41 <laughs> points. UMass averaged 12.5 points a game last year. They put up 40 on the road as dogs. Huh. I was in love. I was jumping up and down going, texting all my buddies from college going, holy shit, we got a team. This is amazing. Like, what is this? I mean, UMass's win total was one and a half. Yep. One and a half. They already got one. Would this be the bad, the worst beat ever if they don't win another game? Oh my gosh! Could you imagine? <laughs> Could you imagine though? They, they, they lose, they lose out. Oh, that would be horrible. That would be absolutely horrible. Let's see. Is that even? I don't think that's. I don't think that's possible. Hold on. Why not? <laughs> that, that's not possible. Because they oh. play. Oh no 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 yeah yeah, yeah. No, they, no, 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 no. They're playing Arkansas State. They'll beat Arkansas. Arkansas State, State must have a really good offense. What are you talking about? Do you understand well, that if, if my team is good, my team plays your team. You know this, right? Yeah, we're going to. My team gonna, plays your team. My team, my plays, team is going to kick your team's <laughs> ass. Maybe, but maybe not. We'll see. After, we will see after this weekend. We will see what they do. Because if they are even within 10 points of Auburn at the end of the game on Saturday, everyone's in play, <laughs> including your team everyone's live. They've got the entire Arizona defense is on UMass's team. This is crazy. Eight kids from the Arizona defense transferred to UMass. This is a totally different. And by the way, going, what kind of package did they get? I've probably not a lot, but they got playing time because they want to get the hell out of that conference and hell out of that program. They like Don Brown that much. They love this dude. So, I mean, he's been in the NFL He's been in high-level programs, been at Michigan. He was a D coordinator in Michigan. This guy knows how to coach defense. And, man, they bottled up New Mexico State. And I get it. It's New Mexico State. <laughs> but for a team that couldn't beat anyone the last five years, to actually win a game on the road like that was awesome to watch. I was in love with it. <sighs> Jumping up and down going, we're going to Auburn. We're going to the Plains for a team that was five and seven last year and Hugh freeze might be still looking at things on the internet. We got a shot. Let's go. <laughs> I can't believe this. This is so the show has taken so many iterations, morphed into <laughs> so many different things. Yep. This is called right above me here, Boston versus the book. And we've never really Bostonian, had. But yes. Everyone says Bostonian. Boston. Yes. But it's, it's a difference. It's, it's, at, it's not you versus the city of Boston. That's the difference. It's 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 at Boston Correct. versus the book on yes. social media and on the YouTube channel. Again, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button. But we've never been like versus like our teams against each other. Two like games this really year. really means something. We got two of them this year. We got on a gridiron this year. <laughs> I thought Patriot Steelers was the A side. But after it is. Saturday, no, it is. It is. It is. It is. Oh, but after Saturday, I said he's going to be really fired. As long as UMass doesn't lose by 50 to Penn State, it's a win to me. Oh, no. It's a win. 
it's a win. But if they do, if they lose by less than two scores to Auburn, which I'm not saying, telling you right now, Stormy and company, she's the sideline reporter. I was going back and forth with her on Twitter, on DM and going back and forth. Yeah, watch. If that game is even remotely close, there's something to talk about because UMass has winnable football games coming up. They have a home game against Miami of Ohio. They're taking on Eastern Michigan. They play New Mexico at home, Arkansas State at home, Toledo at home. They play Army on the road. They play Merrimack, which is hysterical. I'm from Andover. Merrimack's in North Andover. All right. Town over. My brother pitched for Merrimack. Right. Merrimack now is an FBS school. Somehow, some way. I have no idea why. They're UMass going in this thing now. They're trying to let everybody. UMass going FBS was stupid. Merrimack going FBS is the dumbest thing ever invented. Like, that's cool. It's a school of like 3,000 kids that nobody wants to go to. The campus looks, I, I mean, my, my daughter's uh, elementary and high school campus is like the same size as Merrimack. It's tiny. Oh boy. They're great at hockey. Hockey East, they've been elite for years right. and years. I grew Merrimack, up, yes. I, I grew up going, I was there when they won the division two ECAHL championship, East coast hockey league championship D two. I was there. They won the national championship. I was there with my dad as like a 10 year old. First time I ever saw a championship being, you know, guys holding up trophies and whatnot. It was awesome. So I've seen Merrimack go up to hockey East and be incredibly competitive and, but their rink get back on point here. I guarantee your rink. I guarantee the rink you played in in high school is bigger than the rink that they play. Merrimack hockey so made it so hard to play in as the visitors. Like they play, play in a little band box. Those are tiny. Good. I mean, tiny. you stand the whole game going to Penn state, right? Yes, they are. Yes. It's going to be a big number. It's got to be home. It's going to be homecoming for you guys. Right. October 14th. Why would we waste homecoming against UMass? Because you always have a guaranteed win on homecoming. This is true. <laughs> you always have a guaranteed W. Well, I don't know. I drove in the homecoming parade a couple of times. I was oh. really cool because I had a convertible Toyota Celica GT convertible. You liked convertible. So you did Cabriolet and a Toyota convertible. Oh, you I was two. a convertible guy. Yeah. Wow. Probably blew all my hair off because uh, I used to drive <laughs> around like that. You can wear a hat then. So you let the hair mm. flow. But yes, we have we have Patriot Steelers, which again is in Pittsburgh. Yes. In December, which the personal goal is to be there. Thursday night, Thursday night, Thursday night. We're hopefully going to get that lined up where we get a studio. We do a show. We have the people. We're with the people. We go to the game and we get back to Vegas because I don't want to be in that cold too long. Mm -hmm. But October. Now it might be the homecoming game. We can't go to that game. You know, know we can't. I don't want to go because it'll be over by halftime. Correct. We're going to unload everything on the nitty. But it's not about, to me, again, it's not about, I'm just looking at it. How are we going to be competitive? That's all I'm trying to be. Yeah, you got to hope we're going to cover. There's going to be, there's going to be something on the line because now I, I, I remember going to UMass Penn State basketball games when it was an A-10 matchup. That's how old I am. Penn State was in the A-10? Absolutely. Really? I never knew that. When? Oh, Penn State was in the A-10 in basketball. Yes, we played UMass. We played Temple. We played wow. Rutgers. Oh, big time stuff. Didn't know that. Didn't know yeah. there was an Atlantic 10. Oh. Yes, yes. So, but wh- why weren't you playing in the same conference as your football program? There was no A-10 football. I know. But you were – but it's Penn State football, football – Penn State oh, was you, an independent. Oh, that's before you joined the Big Ten. You were yes. independent. Okay, yeah. that's right. I got to school okay. in 1988, the fall of 1988. And we went to the basketball games, and I saw Mark Macon, and I saw um, – who was UMass's uh, guard? He was the coolest guy ever. Um, Patino? 
No, the guard. It was, uh, he had you an Italian ma- last name. Padilla? Was it Padilla? No, oh, Edgar Padilla. You're confusing decades, dude. Edgar Padilla was my year. He was in 1996. <laughs> You're getting confused. That's a, you, all right, there was a kid. That's UMass's that. starting backcourt that went to the final four. Dante Dingle, Edgar Padilla, Carmelo Travieso, oh, the, Lou Rowe, Marcus Camby. Yes, they had all those names that ended in a final. <laughs> that's the final that four team in 96. Yes. I'm not going to lie. I was rooting for that team a lot. Of course. I, I, we got killed by Kentucky. It was horrible. But it was bad, but it I was watched a good Tim run Dun- up to that. I watched Marcus Camby own Tim Duncan with front row seats when I was in college. Just look down at the chat. Chris Otto, our friend Hi. Uh, in Pittsburgh, is going to be at the Penn State UMass game. Beautiful. Live updates. We're going to need some call-ins. He said we might have to set up a Twitter space. It's Travieso and Padilla. Yeah, yeah that, that's who those guys were. Yeah, they that's go. a backcourt. Can we get did, Storm? We might have to get Stormy on this week. So let's do it. Join us and she can. we can talk about her going there and what is the planes. Like and, yeah. Her first trip to Auburn. She's never been. So I was trying to give her some I know. Pointers. That's what she what, said. I saw her on, need, uh, on Just Friday. go get an ice cream. Just go to Tumor's Corner and get an ice cream. That's the ice cream place there? Oh, Tumor's Corner is like walking back in time. It's insanity. Is it? Yeah, and then after the game, they toilet paper the tree. Remember, remember the guy, the Alabama fan. They who poisoned- still do that. Oh yeah, huge. He remember the guy who poisoned the tree, the Alabama fan yeah. who got, got arrested <laughs> for poisoning the tree. Allegedly, allegedly. No, he he admitted to it. He called Paul Feinbaum and admitted to it. He, he said, "I just poisoned the tree, Tumor's Corner. I just poisoned the tree." So yeah, I mean, it was no allegedly. He did it. He got arrested for it. He called in and yeah. told him. He told on himself. He thought it was being a you know, look at me, roll tide, blah blah blah. But Auburn's a cool place. The War Eagle, you get chills when you see the eagle circling around. So are they going to get thumped or you you're taking them? You think they can cover? I already bet it. You took the points? Hell yeah. Took oh, it too late. What pissed happens. off. This is what happens. Now. It was 30. I, I was 38 Better and a half. Do this. Oh, boy. It Here dropped two points. It dropped two points in an hour. I was so pissed off myself. I wanted 38 and a half. Now, Chrissy still got it at 38. So I went and got that. So I have 36 and a half and I have 38 and a half. Jeez. Doing. I have them both. Did you drive to South Point? Oh, you <laughs> went to the Rampart. <laughs> Good idea. And got a hold of it. So he, he's got 38. So we jump Snaky. in on jumping on plus 38. But I but it was 38 and a half. And then the East Coast steam came flying and went down to 36 and a half. And I was like, oh, okay, take this now. So that's good. So you got a dog to cover against a big school. How about this next? Line here about a dog covering against a big school. Yeah. So what is your, what are your thoughts? Because this weekend we are full of 25, 35 point lines. Oh, so USC wins, but San Jose State was able to cover because they scored enough points. Some of them in garbage time. What's your theory? What's your philosophy? Do you say stay away or do you just say bet it because you can't take a dog in these situations? I think everything is different. You know, this is what we've talked about right here on this show over the years. This is what I've talked about for decades in the space. And everyone new to it tries to pigeonhole things and apply, you know, universals to very Mm -hmm. not universal things. USC winning but not covering against San Jose State unearthed the same thing that we've known basically what seems like for years. They can score a lot. Their defense is caca. It's not good at all. So they're going to have to, you know, put up 50 burger every game and win. This week ahead, 
I mean, did you see the games on Thursday? Mm-hmm. Central Florida's 37 against mm-hmm. Kent State. You don't have to bet it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> NC State is 14, 14 and a half on the road at UConn, which, by the way, if you haven't seen it, go back and watch Smalls and Peralt <laughs> discuss UConn. I mean, that was no Connecticut, Connecticut. not UConn, but Connecticut and state of well, the whole thing. They yeah. besmirched everything about it. I mean, they cut it in half. They she agreed. New York, you're this, yeah. you're that. It was outstanding. <laughs> you don't have to bet that either. Right. I would caution laying the big numbers, but I would also caution taking the big numbers. Look at everything individually and know it's a different sweat. Like taking UMass, what, plus seven and a half was what the line was, right? I, this oh, it was eight. It was eight. It closed at seven. Okay. So taking eight points, you're taking that because you think the dog can win. Mm-hmm. If you take 17 or more, most likely you ain't winning. No. Hawaii. So now it's a you, different. Hawaii Vanderbilt is, is the example there. Right. I took 17 and a half. I didn't need them to win. They lost by seven. Okay. So you have to know that that's a, that there's no visions of grandeur. There's no, there's no like, Oh, we could go in there and upset them. Different sweat. Hmm. Everybody was wondering going into the week. In fact, some of our friends in the content space, bled it, bet it all blindly. Steve Fizzik bet every game under blindly. Yes. Four and three. Okay. Fairly profitable, but profitable to do right. it over the, over the seven games that were played in week zero. The games are definitely faster, Dave. There's no debating. If you are a running offense, the games are faster. Now, that doesn't mean the game slowed down scoring, pick sixes, kick returns for touchdowns. If you score a touchdown on a one play, on a big play, I don't care what the you know clock rule is, it's still going to be scoring quickly. Right. But I will say if you are a running team, if you are an academy, like the Army Navy game, I don't care what the number is, bet under right now. Just bet under. Games in December. What the just hell are you talking it's about? Not, we got games this week. I know, just bet under. It's 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 guaranteed. I don't care if it's 29. When you have two run-based teams, oh the games are going to be blink fast. What in the hell are you talking about? I'm just telling you, I watched a million games this weekend. There was only seven. So you're exaggerating again. Okay. I watched almost all of them. Okay. Yeah. They all are lightning fast when you run the football. It's like a running clock in a scrimmage. Mm. It goes quick. Uh, it was a good point of discussion at this um, betting seminar that I went to on Saturday. People are concerned about this. They, they want be. to know how the books are adjusting. They want to know how the over adjusted some of the season season win numbers in my mind. Season win numbers? Sorry, season uh stat numbers wise. Yeah. Like Drake May going from 4,300 yards to 3,100 yards is ridiculous. <laughs> like that's that's a that's ridiculous. <sighs> well, no one knows how to move those numbers. That's the other. Okay. A 1,200 yard difference for a guy who's going to oh, have I mean, a if you If you move defense. it 100 yards and they bet it again, then you move it 100 yards and they bet it again, then you move it 200 yards and they bet it again. Somebody in the room goes, uh, your number, not good. Let's move it more and get it to a point where I'll stop betting it. 
That was so, in love. Like 3,100 yards for, for to go take Drake May over that yardage at DraftKings. I was like, thank you. It's like, that is, his defense is horrible. They're going to, like USC, they're going to have games where they're going to score 50, 60 points easy. Yeah. North Carolina's going to put up so many points and yards. I was like, okay, because they're going to be behind. Against anybody good, they're going to be way behind. Um, Jimmy Jack said, did anyone really watch USC? I mean, who actually has the Pac-12 network, LOL? We do. Well, I, I do. I have YouTube TV. So I've got, yeah. It's, so and I, it's I, available also on the Samsung Plus, yeah. uh, which you can get. So that's, that's a free That's a free channel then. It's on Samsung Plus free. How about that? How about wow. that? Yeah, so it's available. Um, what was the feedback you got? Like, like Chef Benny just came in to chat. So the game's faster, but they make up for it with ads. The runtime difference was only three minutes because of all the commercials they added. Well, I don't care about the runtime of the game. I'm talking about the play itself. Are we going to have fewer plays? Are we going to have, you know, I shorter? think that's yet to be determined, right? Yes, I agree. Uh, it feels as which, but only four. I mean, there, there were games in, I would say on Saturday afternoon at about two o'clock, people started tweeting, oh my gosh, every game's going to go under. Because right. Notre Dame, they scored 45 points, but the game goes under or whatever they scored, 42, whatever it was. The game went under 49. And two to three. Thank you. 45 points total. Uh, so 40 went under 49 and everybody was looking around going, oh my gosh, these are really low scoring games. But then UMass started to score in the second half and then Mexico State started scoring in the second half. Vanderbilt and Hawaii got off to a very fast start. USC got off to a very fast start. Mm. So you saw teams that were putting points on the board that were blowing through, regardless if you're having a first down timeout or not, they were scoring at will and putting up big numbers. Now, yeah. other games, the Jacksonville State game went under and you know that game was slow. I watched a bit of that game. And so I don't think we know yet. I think the jury is still out. I agree. I think so. you'll see you'll see adjustments come. I was talking to Maddie last night. Yeah. Uh, about and this came up in the discussion, and he's which like, Maddie, hey, Lindeman, okay, Lindeman, yeah. head head guy, uh, maker, trader, whatever you want to call, vice president of trading at WinBet. Yeah. And I said, "What do you think?" And he's like, "You say it every day. Nobody knows shit." He said that 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 applies. Sorry, Will. Nobody knows shit. Now, now you heard it twice. <laughs> so. Uh, it will be adjusted going forward. Let's let's go from there. Interesting. That was quiet. The Tony Watch one's quiet. It's not loud. The best is when the other you go, loud. That was you go interesting, meaning that's like the southern bless your heart. Like <laughs> no, it isn't. It, no, no, that's it, what it, that is. When it's you called, go interesting. It's, it's called a transition into a different topic. We're going from football into baseball. Time for Otani. Watch it. It's getting dicey with this UCL UCL injury with Otani. They are claiming oh. the Angels are claiming that on August the third, when Otani came out of the game with a hand cramp, that they asked him, "Do you want an MRI on your elbow?" And he said no. He then went out and pitched another game in which he snapped the damn thing. What do we do with this story? Because is this the angels protecting themselves? Is this showing a crack in the relationship? Or is this just being honest? Like, hey, we tried to get it looked at because we thought something was wrong. Remember, a hand cramp for a pitcher is weird. 
He was having pain. Weird period. He was having pain in his fingers because that's how it's not to go doctor on you, but the. Oh, please do, Dr. Perot. But that's the elbow tendons connecting to. That's why, as Dave's doing it, that's why when you throw curveballs, right? This wrist motion hurts the elbow. It's all connected. So you snap it off. That's what hurts the elbow. So. Doing that now. Okay. So. Over the you can feel it when you, when you do that. So when you're throwing curveballs and splitters and you're throwing different you know, arm actions, you're putting a lot of stress on that ligament. Team was like, hey, let's get this looked at. Maybe it's something more serious. And Tony said, no, no, no. I don't want you to look at it. Sorry. Keep continue, doctor. I just looked down at the chat and Bear Mullings just typed in all caps. I just crashed into a light pole <laughs> because that stinger scared me while he's driving. <laughs> Sorry, Bear. Text me. I'll come pick you up. After yeah. the show. <laughs> no, this is something. This is bad, though. This is not. This, this is, is not, this is not good. Does he have surgery or does it just become a hitter? And that's it. He just plays without it. Can't play in the field. Can't play. You play first base. You can't play the outfield. You can't throw the ball. I you don't put them in the field. I don't, I don't put them in the field at it's all. It's like a running back base. running without an ACL. You can do it, but the second you make a cut, your knee is going to blow up. Yeah. Um. Man, oh man, it's just it's the amount we talked about it on Friday on the show. We're talking about it again today. What happens now? He, he loses a lot of money because now there's a serious question as to. How bad is it? Why didn't you want to get it looked at? We need to get this thing looked at. We need to shut you down. We need to, you know, like the $6 million man, rebuild them if we need to rebuild them. The second time for this thing is not a good result going forward in history. Now, a couple guys have done it and have, have been successful, but man, oh, man, you know, once I got the correct links to the show today, I read this story and <laughs> I was like, I don't even know what to say. Like, I don't know. I, I just, I, you want to blame somebody, don't you? You want to, you want to blame somebody? It's not that I want to blame anybody. I'm just saying that when you hear from the general manager and I believe it's Perry Minasan, Minasan, I think it's how you say his name. Minasan. But I'm probably killing his last name, but he said the only time we had imaging was after the, he felt the injury. The imaging was offered earlier in the year and him and his representation turned it down and then went on to say, well, why? Because I understand why it was a cramp in his finger and they didn't think it was warranted to have imaging. He, I mean, <laughs> really? Right. If it was, I mean, if it was a cramp in your finger, and you didn't think it was warranted to have imaging. Maybe. Someone could misconstrue that as going, it was a little more than cramping in your finger, no? Yeah, it wasn't a hand cramp. I mean, I, went, I remember when when somebody said in the Discord channel, Otani left the game with a hand cramp, and I went, excuse like, me? Did you ever have a hand cramp? Like, do you get a hand? Like, I fall asleep sometimes on my hand, and I wake up, and I can't feel my hand. I get a hand cramp. Is that a hand cramp? What is a hand no, cramp? No, if, you, if you're an athlete, a hand cramp would be like getting a foot cramp. It shows dehydration in the body. But it's very strange. I try not to get hand cramps. It's very strange for an athlete on the level of Otani at his age of 29 to be suffering dehydration. That's not normal. That's that's an abnormality that should have alarm bells should have been going off around everyone. 
and they weren't. Mm. They left the game with back cramps a couple of weeks earlier. Right. People said, oh, this is just a thing he's dealing with. Maybe he's just worn out. They thought he was tired. His oh. body's breaking down. He needs more rest. He needs more liquids, whatever it might be. Mm. But nobody thought to get the arm checked out going like, hey, this is a $600 million player. This is like driving a Bugatti. Like if you hear a tink, a click, something. It was Stop everything. Stop everything and take it directly into the shop to get looked at going, hold on. That didn't sound right. I Make sure it's okay. Now. I do that now. And I don't even drive that nice of a car. Like I do that now, even with the kids. Like I hear a sniffle. I'm like, what's wrong? Stop. Right. We're going to the doctor. Like right. I'm that now. I'm like, what's going on? I got to tell you over here in the ocean of estrogen, I don't underestimate cramps at all. <laughs> you understand? Yeah. When they tell you you got cramps, yeah. you just leave them alone. Like right. There's nothing you can do. But in this situation, you're right. I think it would have been a warning sign, a bell. Like something. Hey. Go, hey, 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 what's going on? Like, this is important. Right. Bananas and pickle juice, JC from KC. Yes, you would think, right? Yes. Right. That would be the most logical point of doing it. Yes. But I, but that, that wasn't it. That 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 wasn't it at all. Oh. So I mean Bonvi said that Felix Batista's out with the same injury. UCL. Did you hear oh. that? That's Baltimore's closer. Yeah, I did hear that. Yes, I did hear that. Yeah, I saw him leave the game, and he knew immediately. You could see he was like, oh, no. And they walked him down, down the steps to the dugout and underneath, and it was like, oh, no. Is is this the beginning of that? Um, I don't know if it's the beginning of the end on that level, but it's definitely something to pay attention to in terms of the Orioles. I mean, that's a guy who was throwing 101 miles per hour, and yeah, definitely a big, big, big loss for them to lose yeah. their closer this late into the season. But I mean, he, you know, their whole bullpen was going to be stressed in the postseason, including him. So not that, not that shocking. Interesting. Uh, the A's, I, are, the A's have three options for playing baseball after 2024. <laughs> Here are your three options. And you tell me which one you would pick. Vegas is one. We're at the ballpark at the, yep. the, at the yep. playing here, stadium. playing here at the ballpark is one. They'll draw more people over the course of the year than they would if they stay in Oakland. But hundred percent. Number two, San Francisco at Oracle park. So it'll be a game there every night when the giants aren't playing, the A's will be playing. Correct. Okay. What's option number three? Cause both staying, of those options are better than what staying? staying, staying in Oakland and trying to play. Extending the lease to play in Oakland. Wait a second. The building they're playing in now, and they've told everybody that it's unfit to play in, and they yep. are leaving the city. And the city, and the city can kick their ass out the second the lease is up. So it's it's not really an option, right? Like, they're in they, trouble. Why would why, they write this like that? This baseball is needs to baseball needs to intervene here. Because they got to figure something out and they got to figure it out in a hurry because they got one year left and either baseball is going to write the city of Oakland a check that they'll say, yes, they they can keep on playing. But there are people in Oakland who literally want to press the button to demo that thing the second the A's are gone because that real estate is still very valuable and they could do a lot of things with that real estate. Have they announced what they're going to do with it once there's no ballpark there? No, but there's all sorts of people angling 
What do you think? They're probably going to put in malls, high rise communities, yeah. all sorts of stuff. I mean, it's a very, Those very, very overrated in my opinion. I've always wanted to live in one. I grew what? up watching um, different high shows, rise. and I always thought that would be so cool to walk in and like have a doorman and then go up an elevator and you get out that it's it's pretty your cool place. I like it. It's pretty cool. I was headed that way. That's where I was yeah. going to end up. Yeah. And life always forward, never straight kind of veered me off of that path. But sometimes I drive by the places between yours and my houses. And I think, Oh, not here. No, no, not here. No, 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 no. I would never live in a high rise here. Pointless. No, I mean, I mean a high rise like in New York city or Philadelphia or even Boston, but Boston doesn't really have many doormen. It's definitely a Southern, like a, a mid Atlantic type of thing. It's a New York Philly thing more than Boston. I don't know. I worked for a couple of guys or didn't work for, but did some things for some guys that had a couple of places in Pittsburgh that were mm-hmm. beautiful like that. They were like, yeah, I like, I mean, living in a city oh. down to, it's the one thing that I haven't done that I often wonder where my life would have gone if I'd gone to college in a city and wound up living in a high rise downtown. Cause I'm a city person. I'm just, yeah, me too. It's who I am. It's what I'm about. Never should have. I love, I have my career because of UMass, but I never should have gone there. It was a awful fit for me, who I was, for the life that they want you to lead. I'm not a farm guy in terms of like, I don't, I'm not like that. You mass is on a farm? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just like Penn State. It's, a, it's a, basically a land grant school. Oh, yeah. Just not, nothing but, you know, it, it takes two hours to drive there. You drive through an hour and a half of nothing to get to UMass. It's in the middle of the Berkshire Mountains. Sounds just like. Yeah, it's just like Penn State. It's absolutely just like Penn State. Same, it's a state school that it's, you know, you go away to college, like going to summer camp, but like that wasn't my bag. Like I could have gone to school in Boston, but I chose not to because I knew I wasn't going to get on the radio when I was recruited. I was recruited to play soccer at Emerson. And I walked, I walked in on my recruiting visit and I asked the kid who was behind the mic, how long did it take you to get on the air? And he said, my senior year. And I went, Huh. I went to UMass and I asked the kid behind the mic on my visit, how long did it take you to get on the air? And he goes, whenever I wanted to my freshman year. And I went, I'm going here. (laughs) That I knew I had to get on the air as fast as possible to work because I didn't have a radio voice. I didn't have a broadcasting voice. I had to get on the mic and work. And I knew if I'd sat for three years, hoping for the chance to be on W E R S (laughs) in Boston, Right. My career would have been nothing. Right. And that was when I wanted to do a radio DJ. I wanted to be music. I didn't want to do sports. Right. So I flipped after my freshman year internship. I, I you know, the, between my, my freshman and sophomore year, I flipped and it was like, okay, now I'm all in on nothing but sports. So th- that's what changed everything. But I, if I, and there was no sports team to cover. I covered UMass in 1998. The last time the UMass football program was anything. I was the sports director of WMUA. Oh, UMass boy. won the FCS national championship. D one double a, I guess you call it now. Yeah, that's, uh, that's so who knows where my career would have gone if I, if I'd done that. So I, but I sacrificed my life, which is kind of the story of my life, sacrificed my personal life for my professional life. <laughs> Well, I mean, you've been all over some small towns working and uh, I'm a city guy too. Always have been. I love the city. I love the vibe of just, you know, I used to energy after school. I went and worked downtown and Pittsburgh and grew up downtown going to games and all that other stuff. But it was a little bit of a different speed, different thing when I went to Penn State. 
But I, I, just, I, I wasn't a hippie. Like I wasn't like I hippie. smoked pot and like, like, like I, I did drugs and I went to a hippie type of town, but my town was like the rich kid version of hippie. Like UMass is like the real thing. Like oh. we don't shower and like, we just, you know, oh. we hang oh. out listening to the grateful dead constantly. We play bongo drums in the middle of drum circles. Like oh, drums. Th- that just wasn't like, I had a hard time adjusting to that. I had a hard time relating to that. Cause that wasn't who I was. <laughs> like I was yeah. an athlete and I was a guy who, you know, I like to argue and I like to talk about sports and I like to watch sports and, you know, I just, I didn't fit in the big, you know, there's, there's pockets of UMass like that, but not nearly as many as other stuff going on at UMass. I went up as a finance major. So my whole life took a turn after that internship at KDK. And I went back and said, all right, I'm going to do this. And I always thought I was going to be a radio DJ too at the uh, rap and hip hop urban music station. I that's I just I want to be that guy. I, I mean, I listen to DJ Thump every morning. I can't wait to meet him and just I'm going to ask him. Listen, two days a week, I'm going to come watch you work in the morning shift. Can I come? He's going to say yes. After the initial thing, he's going to be like, "Wait, who are you?" Right. And then we're going to talk, and I'm going to get to know him, and I'm going to get to watch him and dance and play along and all that other stuff. Let's go back to Oakland. What the fuck are they going to do? <laughs> they're in trouble. Like, seriously. What I think they're, are they going to do? I they think they're should, coming here. If they're serious about coming here, they should do everything in their power to play in that ballpark. I don't want to hear about small things. Nope. It's not that. I don't think it's going to be that. It's, gonna, it's going to be the, NFL, the, the MLBPA to convince them to play. Like, the New York Yankees are going to play in Summerlin? Are you kidding me? Think about that for a second. Like it just doesn't equate. I don't care what renovations they make. I don't care what they do to the ballpark to make it bigger. Cause they can do all those things. Like they can put, they can add 10,000 seats in a year. They can do that in an off season. They can add. You're too good to play in Summerlin. What is your point? It's 110 degrees outside sometimes. It's going to be hot. It's going to be really, really hot. Yeah, guess what? It's going to be hot. The Yankees are not going to sign up for that. The Yankees. Are the Red Sox? Probably not, no. Like, I I think that the PA is going to be the biggest proponent of this. They're going to say, look it. And then what's going to happen is that the minor league kids are going to go, oh, so we can suffer. We do it all the time, but you guys are too good to do it. We do it. We survive. No one dies. It sucks, but we do it. You can do it. Suck it up. That's what I mean. (laughs) Like they've all done it already. Right. A lot of them have played in very hot places on, on the way we got to start the games later, play the games at eight o'clock. So what? It ain't the heat. It's the amenities. It's everything else. It's not. I mean, you, you, you can change, you can change all that very quickly. The Titans played at the, at the Liberty bowl in Memphis. Exactly. you, you, You can make it, you can make the amenities work for a temporary stay yeah. of two it'll or three so- years. The juice just came in and said, at least it'll be sold out every game. Correct. Damn right. It'll be sold out every game. It'll be a waiting list. Oh yeah. They'll sell out the whole, the whole thing. I mean, they'll immediately, it'll be the highest ticket price in baseball. It'll be like what the coyotes are doing in Arizona. I mean, they're playing yeah. in front of a 10,000. They're playing in a 10,000 seat hockey arena. That's a college Five. arena. Five, sorry. 5,000. Thank you. 5,000 Five. seat. They're not so even one, throwing it out every every game. That's the that's the crazy part because yeah. they're not good. Right. There's a lot of people in Phoenix that are doing other things. I just wanted to say hello to Lord of Wasabi. He likes this hat. That's red, white, and blue. This is yes. the Dodger 
model that yes. applies to other stuff. Gorov One Star helped me design it, but I don't know, man. I think that's the best option. Do you think playing in San Francisco is a real option? I think they're going to try. Yeah, but I think it's going to be very complicated to make it work. It's a scheduling nightmare. You think people like, I mean, like a, a baseball fan like Tyke will go on, you know, like A's fans will go to see baseball, but I don't think they're going to get the average person to be like, oh, now we can stay here and see American League teams. I mean, it's, I mean, I think people would go to the ball. The ballpark's nice. It's nice. I, I think people, I think they could get five to 10,000 a night. They draw more than they would draw in Oakland if they played in San Francisco. Jimmy Jack with 4K said he went to a Blue Jays games in Buffalo during COVID. What was wrong with that? Right. He played in so, Buffalo, minor league stadium, but it was Buffalo. So it wasn't hot. Yeah, it was fine. But it, it rained was, a lot. It was nasty. Yeah, but again, he, it, that's going to be, I don't think it's going to be, I don't think the amenities are the problem. I don't think parking is going to be a problem. I don't think is it a major league baseball stadium. Is that uh, I, all those things can be adjusted and fixed. It's the heat. The totals are going to be in the twenties. It's the heat. And yeah. And the fact that the totals are going to be in the twenties. It's a launching pad. <laughs> Holy crap. Winds blowing out there and you got, you know, two gas cans pitching. Oh yeah. Cause remember Summerlin is, I think 4,000 feet above sea level. I think that's right. So somebody put it in the chat. Did you know that the link is at sea level? I did not know that. Here we go. Did you know that? I knew it was one of the lowest points. It's the town. lowest Why part of the water. City? Always the, the link is the there. link is the lowest part of the city and it's at sea level. Yes. I was like, wait, what? That's how steep it is to get up to Summerlin. <laughs> like it's 4,000. It's a good climb fast. You're just finding this out now. You no, drive just, to and from every day. I, I know that I know up and down. Get home and you I go know. down a hill yes. to get there. I know, but it's how many feet am I traveling? I don't realize it because I'm going downhill at 75 miles per hour. So I don't at know how 75. at least 75, more like 90, but going down, going downhill and then coming back up. I never really pay attention to it. I just, because there's a dramatic difference in playing baseball in Summerlin than playing baseball on the strip. It's a big difference. And I don't think people know that major league baseball may not know that they may not realize that that's a very different ballpark Care Well, the totals are going to be like the A's totals on the strip will be normal. The A's totals in Summerlin they will, will be ridiculous. Be <laughs> the, 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 it fly, the ball flies here. Because the air, right. The air's thinner. Correct. There's no yeah. question it flies right. differently. But, but air yes, at altitudes is even more ridiculous. That's it's super thin. the wind. People. Well, that's, the wind up where we live is just feels like it never stops blowing because we're higher than so many places correct. in town. It ain't this windy in Henderson. Henderson. <laughs> It just not. What did <laughs> I say? He's like, why part out loud? <laughs> they don't like that name, by the way. They get very upset by that name. But they it's, do. It's why I didn't live there. It's why I, I drove through it and went, oh yeah, this is Huntsville. I'm not. I'm not living here. <laughs> I'm, not living, I'm not living anywhere here. Uh-uh. But it's Eastern nice. is Eastern Definitely. is just no way. You, you want to know what what it's like to live in in Huntsville, Alabama? Oh, drive down Eastern. Eastern Ave is, is Huntsville. What are you doing right now? Just it is. It's what it is. You just call it Henry Henry Tucky. Just telling you what it is. It's a common thing. I'm gonna have to. That's go, like common thing. Outside common of here, thing. they don't know what it is. That's an insider. Do just Google it. Insults. That's an insider. In you know. That's you know. So. Is it? Well, that's why you got to listen to the show. Yeah, there you go. It's an in, in, inside joke. Okay. Uh, this came out a couple of days ago, but we were obviously there. Uh, Tulane's going to require coaches and staff to sign an NDA as a precautionary move against sports gambling. What they're making their coaches do is 
to sign a contract that states they will not they will not provide any insider information to sports gamblers. Oh. And violation of NDAs can be either can be loss of employment or hefty fines. Oh boy, for violating the NDA. Yeah, good idea. Everybody CYA right now, hundred percent. Everybody CYA because again we had Chris Williams on on Friday, and I point blank asked him, "What the hell's going on in Iowa? Why are they doing this so hard? Why are they making?" what seemed like making an example of these kids in this program and the procedures and all this other stuff. And he explained it. I thought very well. And now you put this on the rundown and I looked at it and read it and, you know, it's a partnership with uh, us integrity mm -hmm. and how do I know if someone's gambling, if I talk to them? That's on me? Yes. So essentially, you just don't tell anybody anything. Ever. Ever. Like, you're just not talking about anything ever again. Period. Yep. Mm -hmm. Which is kind of the idea. You don't know, so you don't tell anybody anything. But you do know. Of course you know, but you're not going to talk about it. That anybody knows about. Oh, sure. I mean, it, it this but, has been going on since the beginning of time. Right, but there, there, there's been no repercussions for it. Correct. Now there's going to be repercussions from For it. the people that talk, not for Correct. the people who bet. Yeah, but it's a CYA, like you mentioned. If, there's a, if, a, if a scandal comes out, the school says, we had him sign an NDA. He violated the NDA. Not our fault. Did they go help the books get the money back for all the no. people that beat him? No. Do they go get the money back from the betters that benefited or lost money from this supposed information? No. It's not about that. It's not about the book or the better. It's about the integrity of the game. Here we go with the integrity of the game again. That's all it is. I'm not, I'm, I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying that's what this is for. This is so people can start to feel more comfortable, okay? Because the next story is the exact same situation because now the Big Ten has decided that, well, we're going to start to put out game day availability reports. Oh, my God. Two hours before the game will begin, the Big Ten is deciding to go ahead and put out a availability report. Who is kicking off, who is playing, and who is not? Put the big glasses on for this one. How do you feel about an availability report? Big Ten is doing this on their own. No one's making them do this. They're choosing to do this. Who is in uniform, who is playing, and who is not? What conference is I win? The Big Ten. <laughs> Fair. Right? Is the Big Ten going to be the first one to do this? I mean, it is. Is, it, it is. is the Big Ten going to be the only one to do this? Maybe this season. I think the SEC probably will watch and wait and see what happens. You think the oh. SEC is going to do this? Yeah, they will eventually. I think everybody will. You, you I think, think so? I think every, yeah, I think everybody will eventually. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I think the NFL model will be copied. The NFL model where they release the injury report on Friday? Mm-hmm. And they say certain things, and then Sunday there's guys warming up that play. and they Don't were, play. They mm -hmm. Don't play in and yep. all that other stuff. Yeah. Do you find any value in this injury report, sir? Not really. 
two hours prior to kickoff. What are we going to do with this? It's just two confirmation. It's just kickoff. confirmation. The same way you'd have confirmation waiting for a guy to warm up. There's no difference. I could tell you this from the book standpoint. The book's not waiting for the report. Right. <laughs> so, right. I, again, I look at everything through a different set of glasses. These glasses specifically right now for this because I'm going, what in the hell are we doing? <laughs> We're going to – I'm going to rely on – I mean, it's the Big Ten coaches. So, James Franklin's going to tell somebody, hey, make sure you send that report before we go out for warm-ups. Don't forget. What? No, Who's going to do the report? The SID. The SID. Mm-hmm. Is that the same guy that does the voting for the poll? Correct. Yes. Yeah. For the coaches poll. Yes. Yeah. Sometimes that can be a staff, like a staff intern can do that, but it, oh. it can be others, but the SIDs do often vote in the coaches poll, but this will be done by the sports information director on campus. They will go to the coach and say, Here's a list of the players we have. Anybody you want to add or subtract? Yeah. In the, no, I'm good. Right. Whatever it is. Assistant coach, offensive coordinator, somebody will just sign off of it, and then it'll go out to the media. I just don't know what the value of this is. Well, no, here's the problem. Other than to the people. I would agree. Here's the problem, the right? Deals. Here's the problem. Guy, guy is on the list, right? He's playing, he's playing, he's playing. He goes out there. He turns his ankle in the final warm-up. He's not playing. Okay. Everyone freaks out. Is he you on liar, the list? You liar. He was on the list to play, and then all of a sudden he gets hurt, and he's off the list. He's not playing. And then what happens? People get mad. They think it was intentional. They think they always knew. Conspiracy theory this. Conspiracy oh. theory. That, that, that's just the problem with this is once you start opening. It's the same thing with Belichick and Brady, what they did with the arm injury to, to Brady. You know, he had a shoulder, probable shoulder, every week for like <laughs> seven years straight. Questionable or probable, big difference in you know the way it's spelled, the way it sounds. But might as well been the same thing. Yeah, I don't know if this. So is this? You said this is for the integrity of the game too, or that was for the first report thing? Well, this is both. This is you're right about Iowa being in the conference, so it's a response to the Iowa investigation. But I think coaches and and players and staff members in college football, they're trying to find the answer to well, what do you do with the information that only is available to a certain number of people who then can tell gamblers what's going on. It still has to win. You could get this information and still lose. You know that, right? hundred percent. I know that, but they don't really think, take that into account because if it happens once, that's all that matters. That's it. Oh, I I just can't understand. Look, Shoeless Joe Jackson and the Black Sox fixed one World Series and a hundred years of baseball changed. That was one event. They're trying to stop one event from happening. So the injury reports are going to stop it? They're just trying to find ways to answer this, the, the lawsuit question when somebody sues them. This is this is for the lawyers. That's yes. exactly who this is for. This yes. is for the lawyers. You said it. This is a CYA moment for everyone right now. What did you do? What did you do when you knew this was going on? What was your response? To throw your hands up or did you do something? Well, I mean, the the Tulane thing, 
is worded that if you don't sign it, you can't work here. Correct. That's what an NDA is. Right. If you don't do this, right, there's no place for you here. Correct. So now you're going to force people to be on guard talking to anybody about about anything all the time. Well, now we're going to release injuries. Well, it's about it's more about you can't talk about significant things. I can't say. Well, that's a little different. Because if you say it, what do you mean? I can't say it like on the phone or I can't say it. In I can't a press conference. say it to anybody because yeah, I don't know if the person I'm talking, if I'm going to the grocery store. Yeah, I'm right. That you can't say. And the Correct. guy that, says right, to me, right, how right. was practice? I go, yes. you know, I've been talking to him for 10 years. Same good. guy. Yeah, good. That's it. Names. Yep. It was good. That's it. That's oh, all good. you can say. Okay, yep, I agree. It. Uh-huh. it was bad. It was that, whatever you say. But now that thought is in your head. And right. now we're going to release injury reports two hour two hours prior. Didn't the NBA try to do this this past year? Wasn't they they required to say an hour before who was playing, playing, who was not? not yes, right. Yeah, 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 How'd right. that work out? Work in progress. <laughs> this is the beginning of a work in progress. Fair. I will agree. Uh, Time for 32 teams and 31 shows. Our circus sports NFL team of the day is the Jacksonville Jaguars today. Yes. Uh, Win total for the Jags is nine and a half. It's juiced over minus 150. (laughs) Nice hat. Um, I wanted to get the logo on there. Last season, nine and eight. Reasons to be excited. Trevor Lawrence won his first playoff game in his career last season, winning a wild card game. The team is the most talented on paper in the division. How much does that matter? We will find out. Reasons to be concerned. Well, they have two games back to back in October in London. Then they come back, no bye week. They're going to spend two weeks plus overseas in a different time zone and then come back and there's no bye week. They keep going. Wait, they, they don't. Hey, they're the only team that does this, right? Correct. August 1st and the 8th, back-to-back weeks in London. Not August. You said August. October. Excuse me. October 1st. October 8th. I mean, just in case the calendar thank keyboard you. warriors yes, come at you. In the Spotlight. Chat, something later. Spotlight will be very bright on this team. Everyone's saying it was a mirage that what they did last year is not actually true. This team's going to take a big step backwards. They're going to go back to being the Jacksonville Jaguars. Here is the schedule. Now, yes, remind you, uh, Atlanta and Buffalo, those two games are in London. Atlanta and Buffalo star star. That's what the that's what the star, star not like one star Gorov. That was no. a one star for neutral site game in London. Yeah. Same place or are they playing in two different stadiums? Same place, I believe. Okay. Both in London. So th- th- if a different stadium, they're not changing cities. So they're splitting those games. So I got I, we'll get to the, okay. At Indy split. At Indy, man, this could be the survivor taking L for a lot of people. They're going to pick against the Colts. They got them before. The Colts got people last year. In week one, yep, they did. return the favor and beat Jacksonville. But I'll say Jacksonville beats the Colts. That's one. They're going to lose to the Chiefs at home. Agree. Okay. They're going to beat Houston at home. Agree. That's two. They're going to split the London games. Correct. That's okay. three. Home for Indy. They're going to beat Indy at home. We're on the same page right now. Okay. I'm not sure that's good or bad. Four. At New Orleans. Thursday night. Loss. 
Thursday night. You're right. I I think lose at Pittsburgh Sunday. Come on, they're not you winning will. that game. Why not? Talking about why not Sunday after Halloween weekend in Pittsburgh? Yeah, why not? It's not going to be that cold. Why not? Steelers are winning that game. Do you see how good the Steelers look? I know. I Jacksonville's bet. coming in. The Jaguars are coming I in. Bet, Pittsburgh I, I bet over eight and a half. I told you this. I already bet this. I'm on the Steelers over eight and a half. Dang. I'm with you. Well, you can count this as not one of the wins for Jacksonville. It's stuck on four. All right. Four and four open. I'll give it to you. Bye week in week nine. Perfect bye week. Good bye week. San Francisco at home off the bye. They'll win this game. Nope. They'll lose the game. Beat Tennessee. Five. Five. You have oh, they're going to win both of these games off okay. the bye. Six. Right. I have five. They beat Houston on the road. I have six. No, they lose this game. Okay. They beat Houston. Lose. Home for the Bengals. Monday night football. Stuck on six. I think they win. Okay. Because no, nah, oh, no, nah, they'll lose that game. They'll beat Cleveland. That's I was okay. seven home for Baltimore. Oh no. boy, they're gonna catch the Ravens. That's a Sunday night game. Yeah. Uh-uh. Oh, the jungle down there is gonna be crazy. Them Jacksonville fans are gonna be hyped up for this. They're gonna win that game at eight. I think they lose and they win out. They win at Tampa nine. They went out when those three. They, they have, t- I have the ten. Carolina game ten most likely at ten home, and seven, and then lose to Tennessee on the road. Ten. I, I mean, have ten. Ten. Ten and seven. Yep. Different paths, same number. What's the over under? Nine and a half. Good number, boy. These season win totals, boys and girls. Some of the hardest things to beat in here are the NFL season win totals. We're going to do that contest. Yes. Announce that. We're going to, you and I are going to discuss that later today. And then we'll announce that tomorrow, what we're going to do, because I thought we came up with a pretty good idea Mm. to involve the brigade as well. It'll be our little treat to them. I think that's a good idea. Um, Over minus 150. Right. Why? (laughs) Because I don't want to go to 10, clearly. And 10 and a half is not the right number. What's the uh, what's the ceiling for this team? 12? 11. Agree. I don't think it's 12. Mm-mm. 12 and f- 12 and 5 is. You got to sweep the division to go 12 and 5, right? They got to win all 6. Yeah. In the division to go 12 and 5. So I think 11's the peak. Mm-hmm. How bad could things get in Jacksonville? What's the bottom? 7 and 10. <laughs> With the expectations in Jacksonville, if they go seven and ten, they're going to be so bummed out. They will be, but I mean, that still could come in second place in the division. Second place in second seven and ten in the AFC South is not going to get you in the playoffs. No, of course not. Well, they no, got only, to go back only, to the playoffs. Only one team is going to the playoffs out of the South. Winner, you win the division, you're in. Otherwise, you're not going. That would be one of the biggest upsets of the entire NFL season is if two teams yeah, got there. South gets into playoffs. Yeah, it'd be nuts if that were to happen. But I don't I don't think it's good. Chat. Big crowd coming in. Again, the noon thing, Pacific, is real. We get an influx of people from somewhere. Wherever you come from, thank you for being here. Thank you for watching. Hit the like button, hit the subscribe button. How many wins 
does the Jacksonville Jaguars get this season? I see Chef Benny said seven more likely than 11. JC from KC said nine and eight. Jordan one-star Gorov has them 12 and five. Boy, oh boy, how are the boys going to put the, together these picks every single week when they go to do it for the uh, BVB Brigade entry in the contest? Um, by the way, mm. the Cardinals have just cut Colt McCoy. So either Josh Dobbs or Clayton Toon, a rookie fifth-round pick, will be the starting quarterback for the Cardinals. Say it again slow. <laughs> Say it again slow so I remember the name. In it's case you're cool. curious about what the Cardinals are doing this season, yeah, that they are banking on Caleb Williams or Drake May, they have cut Colt McCoy, and they are either going to start Josh Dobbs, who the Cardinals acquired last week, by the way, or a rookie fifth-round pick named Clayton Toon to be the starting quarterback at Washington. Toon's going to get tuned up. Yep. That, boy, oh boy, you want to feel like a piece of meat, like just sitting in front of the Lions. Hey, you're welcome to the league, kid. You're the starting quarterback. You'll be running for your life every day, and we ain't really trying to protect you. God, that is elite, elite tanking. Man, oh, man. That is blatant in your face. We're going to try to win one game. Here's the thing for Survivor Contest people. Just pick the game that they're going to win. And then every other game, you can pick the Cardinals opponent. Oh, you can, but you can't pick it twice because they play the same. They play the division games. You can only pick Seattle against them once. Right. You know, the Rams against them once and the Niners against them once. Use those wisely. But my gosh, this thing is going to go to the end now. It's just going to be even more interesting. Um, we got an 11 and 6 over to from Zach the Hat. Chef Benny, 8. CBW nine and a tie. I love when they predict a tie. Good job. JC from KC nine, Bonvi eight, Jordan P 10 and seven, 10 or 11, nine, 10, 10, nine, nine. I don't know, man. I, this is, it's a great number. It's a great number. Hold on. Is this true? What? I love when you get these things. What? What's true? Say it. How did Mookie Betts? We were talking about this a month ago. Yeah, Ron Acuna to the show. Ron Acuna. Yeah, Mookie Betts was four to one yeah, to win was. the MVP. Yeah, he's minus one forty-five this morning at Fanduel. Did you see what he did over the weekend? Did you see what he's done the last couple of weeks? He's the I hottest have. hitter in baseball. Okay, he yeah. is. Yes. I yeah. love Mookie, but w- w- what are we? Wow. Did you like his return on Friday? You loved it. That was awesome. class. That Unbelievable. Was, I, I, what I, should have yeah. happened. What should have, the fans did exactly what they should have done. Shower him with praise. Because it wasn't, it's not the fans' fault. It's not Mookie's fault. John Henry, fire him into the sun. Devers, clapping. He was laughing. Face. He was laughing. He was having Smiling, fun. Laughing. He was laughing. This uh, boy. Aura up on the top step, clapping. Yeah. You know, give the oh. guy the flowers, whatever that expression yeah. means. Kids, I can't stand that expression, but agreed. I, you know, I listen to it, go up to the podium, recognize, you know, a guy who the fans loved. That was Still. awesome. Still love. The people love him. Still. Because they've made him the favorite now to win the National League MVP. And we did say it. Mr. C came in, told us he bet it. People watch the show, P. Roth. They won't yeah. say they watch the show. But I know they're watching. I know they're listening. I can't believe it. I, I'm Whoa. stunned. I'm stunned that Acuna so is plus money. He's plus money. 
he was mine. He was, he was minus a thousand. When we talked we were talking about this. We said, is there any way the MVP in the national league could be in doubt? And we yes. both said, yes, but the books don't think so. We were like, well, how is trying this possible? To get that, we were trying to get that Dodger money from either Mookie or Freddie Freeman. And Mookie has been gone. He's taken off Freddie Freeman. You know, you're not going to vote. If you're, if you're voting for a Dodger, you're voting for Mookie. You're not voting for Freeman anymore. He's not in the conversation. Not for any means. All right, uh, Brigade Proxy Service, Pro Football Story of the Day. You guys are going to send us a text. This is very important. If you are coming to town, okay, 702-570-8255, text us. We have appointments on Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday already booked. Yes. We need to know when you're coming in. Please. We need to know which contest you're doing. Yes. And what time you're going to be at the book. Okay, we are going to be... We're going to be pretty much at Circa or the Westgate Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Okay. I got to do sports grid on Friday night, but Saturday, Sunday, Monday, we will be down there signing you guys up. We'll be around. We'll be hanging out in the book. But you're doing so, sports grid on Friday? Yeah. All right. Well, then I probably won't. And then I'll do sports grid on Thursday. I'm working Thursday too. Oh, okay. Thursday and Friday, but not All working. Right. I'm not working Saturday, Sunday, or Monday on sports grid. So I'm wide open. Uh, no. Just no, Thursday, we got, Friday. We got we got people in town. We got to yeah. we got to entertain. We got. Yeah. I explained to the wife like, listen, if you want to come out and hang out with uh, brigade people, please do. In. Yeah. You know, but like it's gonna be, it's gonna be grown up time. <sighs> it's, it's gonna busy, be busy, 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 busy weekend. So seven zero two five seven zero eight two five five. Trey Lance was traded over the weekend. Number three pick in the draft, he becomes the fastest top five pick to be traded for the fewest games played for the team that drafted him in NFL history. Huh? The, the Niners gave up on Trey Lance faster than any other team has ever given up on a top five pick. I give them both complete credit for this Lance or the Cowboys, both the Cowboys found something that they maybe can use, maybe not, or know that mm-hmm. it's a development thing mm-hmm. and said, we'll take them. And the Niners realizing that it wasn't going to work. We made a mistake and we're going to take whatever we can get. Good luck, Trey. They did him right. They put him in a place where, you know, he might have a shot of playing something at some point. But how pissed no off is Dak Prescott? How pissed off is Dak Prescott? Why? Oh my gosh. He ain't Why? coming in to take his job. Yes, he could be. They're in massive negotiations about an extension for Dak. This is massive leverage for the Cowboys. This is Dak. Either you take what we offer or here's a kid coming in. Go ahead. Let him play. Okay. You're going to, then he's, then Dak's off the Cowboys. He's playing somewhere else. Dak doesn't want to go play anywhere else. He wants to be a Cowboy. It's insurance. The most valuable franchise in sports. He's the quarterback for the most valuable franchise in sports. Dak gets so many endorsement deals, not because he's Dak Prescott, but because he's a quarterback of the Cowboys. Back as a free agent after 2024. Thank you, yes. CBW. Yes. This is a huge leverage play by the Cowboys. It's insurance. You've got to have somebody to do the job. I mean, who's or, the backup, who's the or, backup right now? It, 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 well, he's gone now. It's Cooper Rush. He's gone now. Okay. I, I'm not worried about it if I'm Dak. I'm not upset about oh, it if I'm Dak. I am. I'm the quarterback. For now. Well, that's all we can do is for now. Aaron Rodgers lost his mind when they drafted Jordan Love. This is the same thing. He's not. 
they just got all. they just got your backup. They just got your replacement. Yep. Well, you think this motivates the juice? Just said this should motivate Dak to play better. I should would it? agree with that. Yes, it should. Hundred really? percent. Yes, because he's going to take his job. Because he could absolutely. Yes. Dak's okay. the, the press conference he had afterwards to, told you everything you got to know. We'll watch it. Dak is very uncomfortable by it. He's not happy. It's not a comfortable thing to talk about. I don't want to talk about the guy that's going to replace me on my job. Right. What am I going to say publicly? God, I wish him the best. I'm going to help him every way I can and train some, him to do some, the exact I mean, thing that I do. Yeah, some people do. Brady said no. Rogers said no. <laughs> I'm not doing that's that. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, well, I, I, I wouldn't groom my replacement either. Room, yeah. I'm gonna if the kid wants to learn and wants to be here, I'm gonna help him. I've trained people a million times. The thing is, he's not that, not even close yet. He was not gonna even be the starting quarterback over Brock Purdy. Right. Well, third string. He wasn't even over Sam Darnold. He was third Sam string. Sam Darnold came in, just learned his offense, and all of a sudden he couldn't beat him out. Yep. So if I'm Dak, I'm not worried about this. I'm not worried about anything. I can say to Jer, hey, Jer, that's your quarterback? Okay. But, like, I'm playing right now for the money right now, for the team right now. I've been here. I've earned it. We're going to be fine. Don't start no shit. Like, that's, I don't know. I they mean, did. Jerry started a lot. Of, you think so? I don't think 100%. so. 100%. I think they had to get did. a guy that physically could perform the job. Cooper Rush could physically. Who could Cooper run. Rush knew the offense like the back of his hand. He, Cooper Can't Rush could play more than one game. He's a backup, backup quarterback. And what's Trey Lance if he can't beat Sam Darnold out? He can physically do the job. To That's what? Run the offense? We don't know that. To do. When a guy who's injury not risk, but when he's prone to maybe having injuries, I need a guy that can physically play more than one game. The backup, like Cooper Rush, is for one game. I need a guy that may have to play two or three. Cooper Rush in his career, well, that was last year. Uh, let's see. Cooper Rush in his career has played in 16 NFL games so far in his career. Completion percentage of 59%. Most of it in mop-up duty, although he did play nine games in 2022 when Dak got hurt. He's still, I think he's still on the roster as of right now. They haven't officially cut him yet, but we'll see what happened to that. I keep them both if I could. I think you probably could, but the money right. on Trey is expensive. The Cowboys took all of it. They took the full contract. What a deal. Yeah, CBW said Russia's still there, I think. Yeah, they were stunned by getting a fourth-round pick. That was more than they thought they were going to get. That's Jerry Jones to a T. <laughs> right? Always overpay. <laughs> Always overpay. That's Jerry, that's Jerry Jones's calling card. No one else is offering more than a six. Jerry's like, I'll give you a fourth. <laughs> like, oh, really? Let's go. Take it. How fast did the Niners say yes? Oh. Hey, guys, it's Jerry. I'll give you a fourth. Done. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yours. Thanks. See you. Boom. Hang you got up quick yeah. before about it. Do right the there. paperwork now. Quick. <laughs> to the league, quick. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's quite it, it's it's going to be a very interesting situation because Dallas loves drama, and now there's drama. Oh, I hate drama. That's oh, there's all of it. So now you have the contract situation for Dak. Dak can't lead the league again in interceptions. He's got to cut way down on that. And you've got Mike McCarthy, who is somewhat on the hot seat. Now you have Trey Lance coming in, and everyone's favorite player is the backup quarterback. It's just crazy that they gave up on him because no one gives up on a top five pick this fast. 
Like nobody goes, we're, we're out. That's it. Like just based upon saving face alone or draft capital alone and in, in, in investment alone, you don't see this very often. That's why I said, I give him credit. Right. I, no, I, I, yeah. I do like, you know, we saw a couple quarterbacks in the past 20 years where they stayed on too long. They didn't get rid of them. They kept trucking them out there. Jamarcus Russell. Right. Like, what are you doing? He just can't play. Got to go. <laughs> right. Like not, just, he was the number one pick in the draft. Right. And guys don't want to The whole it. draft. It's true. And the Raiders kept trying to sell it. Like he's going to be our quarterback. He, but what? He can't he play. Can't, he can't play. Yeah. Uh, guys on sports grid. Thank you so much for watching. We appreciate you. If you guys are live on YouTube and on Twitter, you guys are getting bonus time. <laughs> Were you saying? I said, hold your ears if you're watching. <laughs> that was not nearly as loud as the Otani watch. No, but this one. Damn it. That's the one that will get you. Every can't step. double them up like that. That one actually <laughs> yeah. made me jump. Yes. That one will scare you on purpose. Hold Thanks. on to the steering wheel if you're listening to the show yeah. driving. Yes. Next week, you'll so, be listening to the show on Sirius XM. Yeah, on that. So uh, we will get to our uh, bonus t- bonus time story time here in just one second with you guys asking. We do have a question from uh, from Chris Covey that we'll get to here in just one second. Excellent. But before we do that, uh, better to book it. Red Sox team total over four and a half minus 130 today against Christian Javier and the Astros. Wow. Chris Sale going today. Red Sox have scored five runs or more in every start since Sale has come back. Oh. So funny because I look at the rundown, but I try not to look at Bennett or Book It so I get the instantaneous reaction. Okay. So I really am not seeing this now. I'm literally seeing this for the first time. You like Boston's team total over. Mm-hmm. Game is 10. Oh, wow. Now it's 10. It was nine last night. Yeah. Uh, that's those are fake numbers overnight. We've talked about this. <laughs> you can't always trust those overnights. There's, there's some business being done. Some business, not big business, but other business being done with those overnights. Um, minus one thirty. Mm-hmm. Oh man, man, oh man. I like the game over. What if no, we only good. get? What if we only get four? Five four. Red Sox have to win this game. Lost two out of have to win this game. Dave, look at the standings. Seattle is in first place. We skipped over it because we didn't have time, but Seattle's in first place. Boy, oh boy. They just keep winning. There are three teams making it right now from the post to the playoffs. There are three West teams in. AL West. Best division in baseball. AL East maybe two, three, and one is how baseball might go. Red Sox, if they want to be in the playoffs, they're not a playoff team. But if they want to be in the playoffs, they got to go. <laughs> they're not a playoff team. Let's be Addison, Addison said the BPS stinger is the widow maker. Uh, Biggie J27 said, wow, that shit does bang in the car when you're in a long drive. Yeah, well, I, I didn't even play because you guys are. The one. You got me. I wasn't ready. Where's Eric? Well, Eric didn't do this to us. Eric put up graphics. He put up the chat, all this other yep. stuff. And you keep pushing these buttons. It scared the shit out of me. Fire. Um, Editor, book it. Edit. 
This is going to be a high scoring game. I like the game over. Yes. Uh, so Cal DJ and staff for you guys, D backs at the Dodgers, Zach Galen against Bobby Miller. Gallon is uh, against the Dodgers 10 times in his career. He's five and zero straight up at home against the Dodgers, but zero and five at Dodgers stadium, Dodgers money line minus minus one forty one. They are hot and they have gallons number. Dodgers were where over the weekend? Fenway park. First game back is tonight after that road trip. Yep. How in the hell are the Dodgers only minus 141? It should be higher or lower. The Dodgers, Gallon's numbers on the road, all this stuff. This should be minus 180, no? That's why I like it. That's why I don't. Ooh, okay. Look it. I think I think the books, this will be the biggest need almost on the board because of the time slot. This okay. will be the biggest game. This will be one of those ones where I'll be sitting in that room. Everybody's keying, you know, Texas today against the Mets and Toronto mm-hmm. at home against Washington, and they're putting it with the Dodgers because the Dodgers are only minus 141. I got a funny feeling about this one, p Arizona's playing as good a baseball as they played all season. Agreed. And we're getting their best pitcher. In the playoffs right now, if the playoffs started, right? The Diamondbacks in. Yep. In. Correct. In. This is a playoff game. I like Arizona a little bit. Okay. Tonight. UMass plus 38. South Point Caesars at Auburn. What the hell's wrong with you? It's Monday. I, I, I When I put them out, I just ask you when I bet them because numbers could change. So I can't wait till Friday because I wait till Friday and then I come out and say, okay, it's minus 34. It's a whole different, a whole different bet. No, my, right. minus 34. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. Ba, 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 ba. Go you, go you, mess. Go you, mess. <laughs> Is that the cheer? Yeah. Fuck them up. I, fuck them up. Go you, mess. They actually say that. Oh yeah, students do. Really? <laughs> I can't believe this made the board on Monday. Uh, but you did the right thing, taking the right number. This is. This actually makes sense to me. I'm glad you took it. It'll give us something to talk about all week. It's going to nosedive. Is it though? Yes, it's going to nosedive. And I'm going to keep like hyping. And I'm going to bet, I'm going to bet Auburn on the way back up. I'm going to say this right now. This number will be 34 at close. If I go on any other shows today or anyone else reaches out to me to talk about the UMass Auburn game today, (laughs) <laughs> okay. I'm going to fucking blast you <laughs> if you don't say that you heard me and you talking about it today. All right. Yep. I'm just telling you, whoever's watching, whoever's <laughs> listening, please do me a fucking favor and say thank you. <laughs> okay. The number, you are correct, sir. It is now 36 or 36 and a half. Mm-hmm. Um now. All that being said, this is what we do as the book. We have to find the peak for this team that is really shitty. Despite the fact that they won P-Roll. Yeah, no, no, no. I know that's true. I mean, I'm not going to agree with you. We don't know what UMass is yet. We don't? No, we don't know yet. They have a Clemson quarterback. Kid went to Clemson. Okay. Like, it, this is not. What kind of money did these guys at UMass pay out to these kids no. to get them all to come there? Don Brown. 
saw Don Brown. Don Brown's got the people. He was again. He was at. Look at his resume. His resume. His resume. The guy can coach defense. The offense is the question. Can he coach in the offense? But my goodness, I'll, I'll learn how to say the kid's name. I, I promise next week I'll learn how I'll learn how to say the kid's name. But the kid who's he, he went to Clemson first, then he went somewhere else. Now he's at UMass. But he admitted he had you know he wasn't mature. Made a lot of mistakes. Made a lot of dumb decisions. But the talent is six four two forty. I mean, he's legitimately a he's a is a is he legit, from Massachusetts. No, <laughs> none of these kids are. They're all from the West Coast. So it's, they, it's, they got them to go to UMass. Have they? This is literally the, the transformer. Ba- this is the transformer football team. This is just Damn. build them all together, and you become one big. Oh, what was the guy's prime. name? No, opposite prime was one guy. What was the what was the guy? Bumblebee. Nope, Bumblebee's one guy. The guy from Transformers, when he, all the planes became one guy, and he had a big gun. Somebody, somebody put it in the chat. I guarantee somebody in the chat knows. Put them all together, name. and he became a big guy, and he was the ultimate fighting weapon. He transformed into a gigantic gun. Not plane. Not, it became um, a gun. The, not, not the other guy, because the other gun, the other guy turned into a gun was the bad guy, not him. Um, <laughs> that was that, that was the, the 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 Decepticons' lead guy, the, like the lieutenant, the lead lieutenant guy who turned also from a plane into a gun as well. But all right. Well, I love you did the right thing. You took the right number. Okay. Devastator. Thank you. Devastator. There we go. That's awesome. Vinny Konowinski and JPC the fourth just came in and said that. That was awesome. So Um, that's what UMass has turned into. Totals 52. Yeah. I agree with the play. Take the points. Dog and under. Finally, LSU win total over nine and a half minus 125. Decided to do this today too. Yep. Can't believe you don't have a play on the Pirates in a Royals game. I cannot believe. Oh, I cannot believe it. No, I cannot believe it. A a game, a play. How should I not have a play? Pirates in a Royals Royals game. Big game today. Huge game. Yes, for ten people. Not going to be many people at that game. (laughs) (laughs) Not. We can, uh, you know, we can maybe get a visual shot. Good seats still available in Kansas City tonight. Good seats still available. Pirates big matchup Zach Greinke against Oviedo. So here's the, here's the bet: LSU can lose to Florida State and Alabama, and they can win out, win the rest, and still cash. Oh, yeah. Last three games of the year are at home. Their home schedule is very favorable. Ten and two is very possible. Okay. That one was for you, JC from KC. I know you're still here watching, so I know he's excited about the Royals game. All right, I'll buy into this nonsense. Why is Although, it nonsense? This feels like nine. Could, but who is the third this loss? This is going to end nine. If they, the beat, if they beat Florida State, this bet this bet literally could be decided in week one. They're going to lose that game. We're going to watch that game Sunday night. Watch that game. I have like fifteen bets on that game. What are you talking about? I understand, but are we going to watch that game with the people? There oh. might be some people in town. There might be. Oh, might sure, yeah, of course. This with the public. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's fine. Um, they play Florida State in Orlando. Yes, Grambling State at home. Okay, Mississippi State on the road. Trip up? No, no. Arkansas okay. at home. Here's the. No. Here's the here, Can't lose no. that game. No, okay. here's the here's the the trouble spot is LSU at Ole Miss. Uh-huh. There's, there's the question. Uh-huh. But uh-huh. if they beat Florida State, they can lose to Ole Miss. Okay. At Missouri, home for Auburn, home for Army, at Alabama, 
home for Florida, home for Georgia State, home for Texas A&M. Can they lose the Texas A&M game? No. Not at home. No. No? Last game of the year at home? No way. Uh-uh. That game could be for the SEC West title. For real? hmm Yeah, they beat Alabama. Sure. Yep. Uh, Don't tell me LSU can't beat Alabama and Alabama. I've seen it. It can happen. It can absolutely happen. After just going through that, I would say I I this feels like nine. I'd I i i right okay. now I'm good with the books booking it. Okay. It's fine. Nine. Bonus time story time. Uh so Mr. Let's go ahead and pull this up so I can read it directly off of this as to what you're looking for. Okay. Uh we're getting close to content contest time, circa millions. Could you guys explain how the holidays, Thanksgiving, Black Friday, and Christmas will work? For circa millions, it doesn't matter. Circa millions, it's they're all part of the same week. Yeah, but there's more games on Thursday. So we've been telling people that sign up and recommend on the show not yeah. to use Thursdays. You it's might fine. want to use Thursdays on Thanksgiving only. Because Black Friday, there's games. There's only there's only Three one games week Thursday, one game Friday. Friday, and that's first time ever. We've never had a Black Friday game for the NFL before. Amazon right. Prime, Amazon paid big money for it. For Survivor, Thanksgiving and Black Friday are the same week. Right. Just FYI, okay, it's its own week. So those four right. games are one week. The Sunday games are a different week, but not for million. Million, it's all one week. Hmm. Okay. So just so you, gotta, you gotta pick in the millions. You have to pick one of those Thursday or the Friday games. You have to pick a winner. Why? And the survivor. Yeah, survivor. Yeah, right. Exactly. Not and then you have to pick a Sunday game after that. Correct. In survivor. So there will yes. be a there will be, hopefully, we'll have multiple people still alive in this that have been signed up by the brigade proxy service. You will get a notice, warning, alert, something. Hey, I need a pick. For Thursday, Friday. If that wins, what game are you picking Sunday? Now you don't have to decide right then, but we're gonna need a heads up and we're gonna need to know. And you will need to know if you're in a survivor contest at circa the same the same way. For the millions, it's just another week. Yep. You All just in have one to week. Decide whether you want to use the Thursday games or not, because that limits the number of games you I mean, there's only be eleven games on uh maybe only ten games on that Sunday. Well, Friday. So now you have to pick five of those ten instead no, of remember, five or fifteen. No, there's a game on Friday too. So there's four games off the do- there's four games off the docket. Right, and I think there's still a buy. So there's multiple teams. There's uh, the inventory of games to pick on that Sunday. Yeah, is way down. So, um, just be aware of that. But that's that's how that works. And uh, again, thank you to everybody who has signed up with the Brigade Proxy Service. Um, and just so you guys know, this later you're going to get a test email this <clears throat> week. We're going to send out to everybody that's already signed up a welcome and then like how this is going to work. Yeah, just, just excuse me. Just so you know, Thursday is three games. Friday is one. Yes. Sunday has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, and Monday has one. Okay. So we, so we don't use everyone's playing. No buys. Oh, good. Okay. All right. Everyone's playing. So we're, we're, we're good on that. So just right. FYI on that. So hopefully that's favorite thing about today is what? Well, we're on serious radio starting next week. Like that's a pretty fun announcement to make. You're going back to school today. I get to call you professor Peralt. That's exciting. Good day for your um, daughter too. 
I found out she's only has morning classes. She's she's figured out her schedule is uh, she's off. I She'll be it. off campus by uh, eleven o'clock in the morning every day. Every day, wow! Every day she's done. So so job in the afternoon is that is that in the in the cards? Be yeah. you've been around these kids long enough. That they don't <laughs> tell me shit. I okay. don't know yet anything. I'm still That's waiting perfect, to see whether the big one's going to just hit me with. By the way, I leave for New Jersey on Friday. Oh like, wow. That that door opened back up because they named a coach at that place. Oh, and we had big family meeting over the weekend about possibilities and all this other stuff. So I'm learning to just be a dad, right? Um, in an ocean of estrogen, I'm told what I need to be told, <laughs> and that's it. And I was told this morning to take Kendall to school today and wait at the bus stop. My favorite thing I told you this last week when I did it when I walked her to kindergarten every day. So far, my favorite thing about today is taking her to the bus stop because I forced her to take a picture. And she said she gave me the bro, the whole thing. I tweeted it. It's priceless. Spend time with your kids. Spend time with people in your important in your life every single day because it is priceless. Uh, like you mentioned, today is day one of school. semester school. You always get the little butterflies. You always get the little like. Do you okay. get them? Yes, of course. It's it's more of an excitement butterfly than like right. a nervous butterfly. It's more right. of like I'm, I'm psyched to get to know these kids and what they're going to do. But there's always that little tinge of like, okay, what's this going to be like? You know, are these kids going to be receptive? Do they want to work hard? Do they not want to work hard? I mean, I don't do well with unmotivated people. Oh, so boy. it's it's probably one of the more um, – What's the word? It's not challenging, but it's it's a learning. The thing I've had to learn the most about being a college professor is that there are some kids who do go to college who pay to go to college and still don't care. And so how do I make that kid care? My job is to try to find a way to make the kid care in some form or fashion. And if they don't, that's fine. I can't put a gun to their head, but I have to try to reach them. I got to try to connect with them in some form or fashion. So that's my right. job to try. If I tried and I still can't reach them, fine. But I want to reach out to anyone who's going to take the course because I want them to, you know, it could open up something that they never thought was there. True. And open up a career that I never thought was possible, even behind the scenes, not even on mic, behind the mic, behind the camera. There's yes. all these different things you could do. Oh. And if you're someone who is a little bit lost and you don't really know what to do, I can maybe hopefully kind of show you something you might like. But some kids are unreachable. And that's, you know, I had to learn that last semester that there are some kids that just do not care. And no matter how much I try, it doesn't matter. <laughs> like, so, you know, I'm still learning. This will be my fourth year of, of teaching this class. And I, I, even though I have the class down really well now as to how I want it to go, there's always curveballs and different situations that, that I'm not aware of. So watch you know. your UCL. If you're Correct. Yeah. Snap that elbow. So, but it's always fun to walk in and see their faces for the first day. First day class is always really fast. So it's always just like a 30 minute, like high and by. So it's nothing too. Oh, you set that tone today. I'm here for I, business and we yeah, have no I, business today. So I'm out. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't, I don't drag it. I don't drag it out. Like I, they're going to have a homework assignment due on Wednesday. I let them, I tell them who I am. I tell them what I've done. I tell them what the class is going to be. I run through the syllabus and then I ask for questions. And if nobody asks questions, we're out. You know, kids ask a bunch of questions. I'll ask them a bunch of questions. I'll answer however questions you need. The same questions happen every single year. Do I have to buy the book? 
Yes, you have to buy the book. <laughs> you know, do I have to, you know, what happens if I'm going to be late here? So here's the pro- protocol for being late. What happens if I miss a class? Here's a protocol of missing class. How do I submit my work? Here's how I submit the work. Like they're all very typical class, typical questions. This is what you so, do when you're a professional. I mean, yeah. I used to answer the same question every single day when I worked in a book. Every <laughs> single What does minus day. 110 mean? <laughs> right. Every day. Yes. So, yeah, so that's, I'm, I'm psyched to get started and I'm sure I'll have stories to tell you guys tomorrow and the rest of the time. So if you guys are on YouTube and Twitter, you're on bonus time, please like, and subscribe where you find please. this podcast. If you're listening back on audio, please also leave us a review on Apple or click the five star on Spotify. Yes. Tuesday, September the 5th, we will start our XM replay coming up for BVB. He's Dave. I'm Matt. Let's go football week back for a Tuesday tomorrow here for BVB.